The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Oh, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice train. <laughs> it is 007, your brother's favourite podcast, as we come to you today for another rankings episode where we rank all the things you want to know about James Bond. We've done the cars, we've done the bonds, we've done the songs, we've done the villains, we've done the secondary villains, we've done the thirdary villains. So what's left? It's the name dropping of the title in a movie ranking <laughs> episode. Yay! I really wanted to do this when we sign up to do this show, but I'm excited because some of these are actually kind of random and funny, and I'm very excited to learn about it. But it's very exciting because we've gotten rid of one person on this show, although I believe I've got him on the line right now. Uh, Colin, what's that? You want to know what I call my penis? Dexter Smite. All right, good, just to know. We didn't ask. We didn't ask, but... You're always there for a quick comment, and I'm glad, but it's just two of us today, which means this episode might be quicker or slower. I have no idea. My name is Ben, and so you live to rank another day. And my name is Noah, a host of Double of Seven. (laughs) He said the thing. (laughs) He said the thing. He said the thing. Um, Honestly, like, we may make fun of it, but... This is such a random list that I, I love a good random silly one. And I think that this is one of those ones where recently, I think it was our Diamonds Are Forever commentary that I re-listened to. And I remember like we were in our little group chat, I'm like, oh, Noah, Noah said like a really good idea to do for a rankings and I can't remember it. And then Noah was like, oh, well, these are the rankings we should do. And then you brought it up I'm like, that's it. That's the one. You said the thing. Um, and then it was either this or the car chasers. And us being us, we thought this would be more fun than the car chasers, right? Yeah, I have a theory that Colin is available and he's just sitting at home doing nothing right now, but he doesn't like the silly one. So yeah. well, I'm not- a bit highbrow, um, Colin. <laughs> highbrow, Colin. Uh, highbrow, Hilding. <laughs> highbrow, Hilding. That's what we call him. Uh, Hoity-toity, Hilding. Um, the Jamie I have a, I have a theory. He's like, oh, oh I'm not doing that. Uh, that's just silly. Oh, there's uh, there's Dalton ones on this list that might make the top ten. I'm out of this. Because <laughs> uh, it is silly. Like this is. Uh, uh, but I kind of like these ones that we do that people haven't really done before and that don't really get talked about. Yeah. Because then when you sit down to make the list, you realise, wow, almost all of the titles actually do get title dropped in the movies. And obviously there's the famous ones that we talk about, View to a Kill, Living Daylights, and the, but you're surprised by how many they actually are get title dropped. Which, there's what? You've, there's five missing from this list. So what are the five that we don't have? Um... I'm looking here and I'm trying to and think. Tomorrow never, we use them? tomorrow never dies, never gets dropped. I mean, it's sort of, so like the paper's called Tomorrow, right? And then obviously it was Tomorrow Never Lies, which I think, isn't there a deleted scene where Tomorrow Never Lies gets said or something? I feel there is one there had it been used. Um, mm. So there's Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, 
I'm going completely blank on everything quantum else. Quantum of solace. Well, yeah. We bond your quantum of solace is available. Zero. Yes. Um. What no else? time to. Oh, I really do have no time to die. Well, like the thing when you omitted no time to die. I mean, there's like ninety percent of that is said. Time to die. And that's the bit that always annoys me. In that bit is when she goes to him like, "Do you know what time it is?" or whatever. And he, what does he say? Like, huh? Like she should, he should be like, no. And then she goes, time to die. Like then time we would die. be able to rank it. And I would rank <laughs> that quite a, highly. That's kind of clever. If it was a Brosnan film, that would have happened. I know, but like that's, that's like, that's kind of there. And I was almost going to debate that. Like, oh, do we kind of include no time to die? Cause there's time to die. Um, and we never got, wow, these diamonds really are forever. <laughs> That's true. That's what, and oh, you really are the spy who loved me. <laughs> she did say at the end, Tenta, you were the spy who loved me. True. So that's fine. I mean, that's in the song, though. So I guess you could kind of technically, you know, but there's, there's yeah. your five. So, okay. Well, No Time to Die is in the song. Diamonds Are Forever in the song. No t- uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one we don't get in the song is Quantum, <laughs> Quantum of Silas. Which had we gotten like the Shirley Bassey version? But what we're basically saying in a roundabout way, we're ranking Quantum of Solace at the bottom because it just doesn't get used in any way, shape, or form at all. Which I, I, on a quick tangent, but we've got to tell the story. Um, many, many moons ago, in a galaxy far, far away, just when we'd started Double Oz Seven in 2015, Noah and I had a good night, a merry good night. We went and saw the Tasmanian Symphony Orchestra perform all the Bond, well, most of the Bond songs. With, of course, Mary, the, the lead singer of, of that uh, lovely night. Now, obviously, recently on this show, we spoke to uh, Maria Lindsay about the Willoughby Symphony Orchestra Bond Night. I've been to it since. It was great. But who was the singer that night? It happened to be the one, the only Mary. It was literally like she comes out on stage and I've got the program and it's got like, oh, a steam singer Mary. And I'm like messaging. I'm like is this the same woman that we saw? And I sent a picture and he's like, yep, that's the same woman, which she, she basically did the same set list, except she didn't do quantum of solace or live and let die twice. Um, and she like, she closed off with skyfall and I'm looking at the list and going like, Oh, she not doing no time to die. The most recent one. And since we saw her, both specter and no time to die come out. Writings on the wall was done, but it was an instrumental. They got like a guy on a trumpet to do like the Sam Smith part solo, which I will Mary say doesn't do falsetto. she doesn't do falsetto, but I will say probably that was the best live one of the night in terms of like from a classical orchestra, like that sounded amazing done by an orchestra live. But then she comes out and the encore this time around was no time to die. So that was the encore. And then she's like, I'm now going to close out this with, it's not really a Bond song. It was never an official theme, but it was used in the closing credits. And I'm like, the substitute of love, the substitute of love. And then she started doing Surrender by KD Lang, which was her closing uh, song, which was pretty cool. Not if you asked me to. No, no, sadly not. But it was, it was pretty cool to like have somebody sing uh, Surrender live. And she did it really, really well. That's, so. that's a deep cut. Yeah. And then like, th- that was one of the things where like, you sort of looked around and every time she would mention like this next song, Golding, you'd hear people going like, ooh. And then like a few people like, ah, and then, like, she she made a joke about how she's like, oh, I really hope that my, your favourite Bond song's here tonight, but apologies if it's not. I'm sorry, I just can't do Duran Duran. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think, like, she'd probably say Madonna. Star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, it was, and when she did Surrender, like, I honestly looked around, I think nobody knew what song she was singing. <laughs> and I'm the only one in the audience, like, singing along to it. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And this weekend I'm seeing the 
candlelight one where I'm in a church and they're playing candlelight <laughs> songs. But I've also seen Madonna twice where she did this. And no, it didn't answer the phone when I, um, <laughs> the second night I saw her, I was trying to live call him to oh, play. I'm like, look at my phone. I'm like, missed call from Ben Waterloo. I'm like, what? I was going to call the group, but at that point it was like 10.30 at night for Colin. I'm like, oh, that's probably a bit late for him. But I'm like, oh, Noah's awake. So I'm like, live call. I'm going to FaceTime uh, Noah during Die Another Day, which the best part of that, I saw it twice. The, the second night we're up in the nosebleeds. Everybody's dancing. But people are loving Die Another Day. The first night, I'm on the floor with the true Madonna fans. We've paid the money to be on the floor, and people are enjoying it. But I did overhear one guy go, oh, she's doing this song. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Colin? (laughs) Yeah, Colin was secretly on the floor at Madison Square Garden watching Madonna. Even the Madonna fans don't want to hear Ty another (laughs) I think it was more because it's like the greatest hits tour and... I don't know how highly true Madonna fans rank Dino there. It's a Madonna song, not just a Bond song, but as a Madonna song. <laughs> you, you sent a video, and I honestly can't even remember, but from memory, it, it wasn't very... The costumes and the performance wasn't very spy-like. There was some weird theme going it, on. The, the thing that was really cool about it was it was sort of one of these bits where obviously she goes and changes her costume. So if you, you, know, you go to one of these concerts, they like play an interlude of some sort you know, to build it up. So this one, it had all the dancers on stage and like black sort of spy attire and then they had this big like fire on the stage it was a big like pit of like fireballs going off and then all of a sudden like the lights go down and you hear the doom, 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 doom. and then she's like in this black almost like monk suit kind of doing these weird like hand movements with her other dancers so and they had these like cool strobe lights going on. so it was pretty cool and like of all the songs, like, she did that in full, right? And my favourite song is Hung Up. You probably don't know it, but she only kind of does, like, 75% of Hung Up or, like, even, um, you know, Like a Prayer is maybe only 75% of the song because she's going through a greatest hits. Die Another Day in full. <laughs> so I'm like, yes! <laughs> now, Die Another Day or Live and Let Die? I'll Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die live. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I love, don't get me wrong, I love seeing Die Another Day live and it was absolutely, it's probably number two on my list, but... Live and Let Die was epic. I don't know if anything live can... Like, and the the beauty of that was just the boom and the just everything about it and the fireworks. So, no, Live and Let Die is still number one live. Live and Let uh, Die Another Day or Mary singing Surrender? (laughs) Die Another Day. (laughs) And I'm weeks away from Gladys and I don't know if Gladys is doing Licence to Kill. So, fingers crossed. Mary Lady, we talk about like George Lazenby hanging on with the conventions and that. This lady's really stuck to this Bond thing and made this her career. I think it is her career. Like I literally like, because she like comes in with anecdotes and she talks about the songs and she like, you know, so I think this is her career. She travels the world singing the Bond themes. We should get her on the show. We've been doing it for the same amount of time she's been doing it. We don't get paid for this. Yeah, exactly. You don't get flown out from London. Although, and... to be fair, we don't know if she gets paid. Maybe she just loves singing. Maybe. I will say the... Uh, con- I don't really remember a lot about the Tasmanian Symphony Orchestra conductor, like, being silly and fun on stage. But this guy... Because I was in the front row, too. And this guy was funny. The conductor he was in his little tuxedo and he was doing little dances. And the, I, I'm pretty sure they did it at the Symphony Orchestra. But when she did Live and Let Die, like... The, the first part of the song, like, all the people on, like, the front row and, like, the violins and everything went, you know you did, you know you did, you know you did. <laughs> and then the second part, all the, like, the men in the background with, like, the trumpets and the trombones were, you know you did, you know you did, you know. And everyone laughed. It was funny. I, I appreciate it. Surprised they don't do Die Another Day because that mm. opens with a violin, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it does. And, but there, there's actually one that's happening in Canberra, I want to say this weekend or next weekend, and they are doing Die Another Day. It's called, like, A Night of Bond. I think they're literally doing every song. And Jimmy right, from time to get in the Jimmy Mobile, we're off to Canberra. <laughs> well, Jimmy from uh, James Bond Down Under, 
sort of tagged me in that because they put a post up of them practicing die another day and so like i like replied to it and they're like going like oh it's fun to do you should come and watch it i'm like yeah i can't get to camera i'm sorry <laughs> but thank you for the offer so go see the night of bond in canberra if both of our <laughs> listeners any of them in canberra anyway the list we're doing today now that's out of the way so as we said we've got 20 of the movies have the title now a couple of these obviously we've sort of gone okay like it's mentioned a couple of times. So there was like Dr. No, uh, what the man with the golden gun, octopusy, a couple of these ones where it's like, well, which version yeah. do we go for? And in my mind, you have to pick one yeah. because we could have been like, Oh, we could do both octopussies or whatever. But then, do you wreck every single time Goldeneye or Goldfinger yeah. is mentioned? Exactly. But like, you have to be consistent with it. Spectre. So some people might. Yeah. <laughs> Spectre. 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 <laughs> so, like, in my mind, even though there is, like, can be two good octopusy ones, or like, you have to be consistent because then we're going to rank, like, Goldeneye 10 million times. Yeah. And I think you sent a video of a deep cut of, like, all the titles. It only goes for, like, 90 seconds. It's pretty cool. And I think there's only maybe three in that one that we didn't use. So, like, Goldeneye, I think it's, like, um, it's a completely different one that said, uh, I think um, Dr. No was a different one. So, I don't know. Dr. No was the correct one. There was a couple in there. Goldfinger was a different one. Um, so there's a few in there. So I'm going to read this out and I, I want to read some of the ones that Noah, cause Noah's quite funny all of a sudden when he's written some of these, I just, I love the way he's written what the actual part of the movie is or how he's explained how it's said. So for Dr. Noah, we've got Felix in Pussfellas Bar, uh, from, from Rush With Love, we've got written on the photo by Bond, Goldfinger. It's, we went with Bond on the radio during the card game. So that's like when he meets Goldfinger basically for you the listen first here, Goldfinger. Yeah, that, that's the one there. Uh, for Thunderball, we've got M in the meeting, codenamed Thunderball. Uh, you only live twice, Blofeld. Sort of like you already live twice, Mister Bond. Uh, on a magic, on a magic secret service was a different one, I think, in the video as well. So this is Draco to Bond. This is when he's kind of like going over the background of Bond, right? Like on a magic secret service. The yeah. one in the video was Lazenby in the in the hay. And yeah, well, this is a tough one because this could also qualify no time to die because he technically both times they say her majesty's not on oh, well, so we should be ranking no time to die then um yeah, yeah true true um live and let die live and let die the woman singing <laughs> which when i was in new york i was i i was on the route that he drives like on the in the opening live and let die, and i'm sending the pictures to like colin and noah damn honky damn honkies um for moonraker we've got good head showing the rocket uh, oh, the man with the golden gun. Sorry, I missed that one. Bond in the meeting, which again, there's a couple in that one because Scaramanga says it as well in yeah. the actual movie. But we've gone with the opening when he's sort of almost. I feel like it's more iconic, isn't it? The man with the golden gun. I agree because as soon as you said Scaramanga said it, like I remember him saying it. But like to me, I always just have almost like sassy Roger Moore when it's like, <laughs> oh yes, the man with the golden gun, and he goes on about it. Like I like that octopusy. That's my little octopusy. Uh, for your eyes only, I keep missing. I keep skipping one. Uh, Melina at the end. Again, for your eyes only, we could have gone with the handing the fire, which that was a tricky one because I think they're both iconic, those ones. I think you could have easily yeah. gone with both of them. But Well, Do- Dr. No had the file too. Yeah. That we, but I guess we decided that speaking Trump's writing. Yeah. I mean, for, your, for us, with love is kind of the only one where we don't really have a choice. Yeah. Um, but even then, from Russia with Love is pretty iconic. So I think Wow, that this really is from Russia with Love. <laughs> We're in Russia from love. Um, <laughs> speaking of lines said like that, a view to a kill. Uh, on a blimp, Colin. <laughs> Which, again, no one on this list has just written blimp. <laughs> maybe, 
And let's be honest, who has the most iconic lines, whether you like them or not? Timothy Dalton. Again, that's why Colin's <laughs> not here. We have, as Noah's written, Dalton Derpface. Oh, must have scared the living daylights out of me. And then this isn't a country club doubler, which technically isn't in the bit because obviously M says your license to kill has been revoked before the country club. Yeah, that scene. Uh, Goldeneye, again, they say it 58,000 times in the movie, but we've gone with M at MI6, basically at the beginning, like saying like Goldeneye, like when they're doing that. Not Tina Turner. Uh, the world is not enough. We've got Bond with Electra in the chair. Die another day. Bond to Graves. Uh, Casino Royale. M giving Bond the mission. Uh, Skyfall, the the psychologist. I mean, again, Skyfall's one where they do say it a few times in the movie, but obviously the most famous That's one. The iconic. Yeah, because it's in the trailer. You know, Skyfall done. Uh, and then Spectre, Madeline, uh, Spectre, Spectre, Spectre. Uh, so that's what we've got. I mean, again, this is a list. We'll talk about at the end of this episode what our next rankings are because I'm excited for that one because that's very easy slash very hard. Whereas this one, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen Colin's list. Colin sent me his list, which I will admit I Whoa. saw after. I know it's, it's more impressive than you think. Um, Is it a bigger list than you thought? Yeah, he's he under, underwhelming when he talks about it. When you see it, you're like, okay, pretty good. But I did my list before I ever saw his. So, But having said it, looking at it, going like, okay, there's a few in his which are quite similar to mine, but then there are a couple which I'm like, yeah, nowhere near it. So, yeah. Just you reading it, like, this is easily <laughs> one of the silliest. But I like I like the silly ones. Me too. The, the 007 way. No one else is doing this crap. Um but it, it's hard because there are some really bad ones. But if they're more iconic bad, do they get higher because they're iconic? Because there are a few that aren't bad, but they're not iconic. So it's yeah. kind of hard to do this list. I've, like, I've basically gone it, and you'll see sort of in these earlier rankings, like there is a bunch of them where it's kind of like, it's just a bit bland. Like it's just, it's said in a way, you're like, okay, cool, right, moving on. Whereas like, yeah, I can see like say with Colin's list that particularly when we start with like the first one, it's like, okay, that's iconic, but it's also bad, and he's ranked it very, very low. I've done the complete yeah. opposite with that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I struggled with that, so I think I might be kind of in the middle with the iconic but bad one. Yeah, uh, I'm intrigued. So how? Okay, how are we doing this? We haven't, we didn't discuss this off air. Good job. Um, order wise, so I'm guessing do, do Collins. Okay, and we're and doing then, group maybe, of fives, and, and then you. group of fives, and then we'll get to the top five and just do that individually. Yeah, I think for these ones, what are we going to say other than laugh at the <laughs> and bad Dalton face? <laughs> if I can be bothered in post-production, I might play these clips when we go oh, through yeah. the list. Uh, like what I used to do with the songs. When I do like the 20 to 1, um, Bert Newton, oh, 20 to 1. Oh. Um, <laughs> you have the time. We can make fun of you again now. Yeah, um, you're also got made that. redundant. So hi, everyone. <laughs> Back to the point. <laughs> Double Oz 7, where almost all the hosts are in their 30s and 40s and two of them are unemployed. Yep. It's a good old, good old luck charms. <laughs> and Colin, not even showing up to episode. Doop, 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 well, he's the employed one with a family and kids. So... <laughs> While we're ranking the top, we're, we're the unemployed off. ones on a Wednesday morning sitting around drinking our coffees. <laughs> This is the most unemployed list there has ever been. Don't let Centrelink hear this. What have you been doing since you got made redundant? Nothing. 
But if you had a job, you're, you're ranking the car chasers. If you're unemployed, you're on a Wednesday morning ranking Timothy Dalton. So I'm scaring the living daylights out That's This is the unemployed list of the The unemployed ranking. list. If you're unemployed too, sign up to Patreon. We need it. Um, well, the only people who listen to this are probably unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Me! I'm listening to this in a couple of months after we've recorded <laughs> for the best of. Hi, Ben. <laughs> the two listeners of Lost 7 are on the line right now. Exactly. Uh, so I have, oh, I, I don't know, like for our next episode, obviously Colin's obviously sent you his list, but he's, he sent me a few words for each of these. So I'll, I'll go yeah. through his 20 to 16. So are you ready? I'm ready. Drop some titles, baby. All right. So at number 20, uh, he's written, I'll, I'll start with what he written and then I'll get to the title. We'll make that. How does that sound? He said, yeah. I kind of. He's written, I kind if appreciate it. Well done on the spelling there, uh, Colin. I think you meant I kind of appreciate it for how bad it is. But watching this with Jamie hasn't helped my rankings. She may have hated this line more than anything else in Bond history. What do you think it's going to be? Uh, it's got to be a view to a kill. It is it? a view <laughs> to a kill. Oh, boo! It's a blip! He hates the blip! blip. <laughs> what has he got against blimps? I know, Colin, anti-blimp. Ah, oh, I don't like um, that. I, uh, well, yeah, well, we'll react later. We'll react. At number 19, he's written, Imagine if her line had been, That's my little Moonraker. So he has Moonraker at 19. Oh, oh, I thought it was Octopus. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I was like, huh? Uh, 18, I mean, what a surprise. Colin has a Timothy Dalton this low. Uh, Jamie also complained about this line, but then she said, At least it kind of makes sense. Not like that one Christopher Walken said. Uh, so he has the living daylights. And I, I mean, boo, Colin. Come on. Colin, is, face. is this your list or Jamie's? Come it's, on. It's in, yeah, exactly. It's in the. <laughs> Colin Hilding, hoity toity, but not a man. Um, he says it in the book, Colin. Come on. This is surprising. If there's one movie that you kind of guarantee, well, two movies you guarantee Colin's going to put in the top 10 at Skyfall and on a Majesty's Secret Service, but nope, 17th. On a Majesty's Secret Service. Ooh. He says, the line he said a couple of times in this movie and more in others, so it's not terribly memorable. Just imagine if the book slash movie had been titled A Man to Dominate Her. How much more would that stand out? That's, I'd watch it. Um, I think I did watch I've that movie that. the other night on a different on a different platform. And at number 16, uh, another one where the title is said so many times, but none of them really stand out. Although I do love the, listen here, Goldfinger, delivery from Connery. So he has Goldfinger at 16. So, yeah. I'm surprised that Only Magic Secret Service being 17th. That's my biggest shock of those ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I I get where he's coming from with two of those, but <laughs> at the same time, that's that was my internal struggle. These are so bad, yep. but that's what makes them iconic. So I get where he's coming from, but I, I struggled with some of those ones. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, there's definitely a couple that he said that I'm going to be saying very shortly, but again, there's a couple that he said that are coming up for a long time for me. <laughs> well, I thought he was putting up octopus here. I'm like, oh, that's going to be awkward for Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, that's my little octopusy. <laughs> uh, so my five... Uh, there isn't actually a lot of overlap here. Um, oh, oh, Noah grows uh, different. <laughs> well, yeah, I've always been different. Um, <laughs> but there are a couple in there. Uh, but my number 20, I don't dislike this. Again, this is just the sort of blur ones. Uh, 
it's and this is going to throw the averages off for this poor film that kind of gets battered in the averages Ooh. more than it should. It's Casino Royale. Oh, I thought you were going with a different um, one. Okay. I've been, you got M, I've set up a high stakes poker game at Casino Royale. Like, it's it's so Craig. Like, mm. we're going to mention the film, but we're not going to have a Dalton dirt face. <laughs> I've set up a high stakes poker game at Casino Royale, <laughs> old buddy. Casino Royale? Casino Royale? Yeah, like whoever is, she must be at Casino Royale. <laughs> like it's it's just so it's so crazy. At Casino Royale, now available online. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it that time. Um Yeah, I don't know, it's just so cool guy. We're too cool for school, Craig. So I, I don't hate it, but it's just like whatever. Like uh Number 19, I'm with Colin at Moonraker. Uh, for such a silly film, there, uh, there there could have been more sort of chances for Roger. some A View to a Kill sort of Moonraker funny uh, lines. But it's mentioned a few times. We just went with Holly saying this is the Moonraker. But, yeah, I mean, it's a missed opportunity for such a silly film. Uh, 18, I'm agreeing on Colin. It's Draco to Bond in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. And it's not because I dislike it. I love the way he delivers this line. Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, it sounds like Dracula. I was to say, <laughs> Thomas Bach. Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> if you're listening off the podium, you're Thomas Bach. Uh, the the reason it ranks this low is purely because he doesn't say on her. He says Her Majesty. So uh, on a technicality, I put it down low. No, I he's wrong. I feel now that if we are, that's a very solid point. We should be ranking Nomi now. I think yeah, racist, you think about racist double seven. That's that's why Colin didn't show up. Exactly. Ranking. You racist <laughs> too. Not ranking the the only non-white person to say a line in this episode. Colin didn't put this up, and again, it's the Cassandra Royale one. Like, Judy, you're a bit bland on your title drops. It's Goldeneye, which is throwing the averages on oh, Goldeneye down a lot. Lowest Goldeneye would have ever been ranked, yeah. I, I would have to say so, but we have to be true to what the list is. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uh, Judy, such a great actress who has such poise in her delivery, is not really dropping these titles very no. well. Like, dro- drop your titles better, Judy. Grow some hair <laughs> and drop your titles better. Put a wig on it. Did we just tell Judy Dents to drop her title? That's a bit <laughs> inappropriate. She's blind now. She wouldn't know. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Judy. And my last one, <clears throat> uh, I don't dislike this one, and Colin didn't put it up, uh, but I have an issue with how this could have been much better, and it's Madeline dropping the Ooh. reveal that the organisation is Spectre. Huh. I like it. Here's the reason why it's in my bottom five, and it has an issue to do with the film. I've always hated the title of the film when they announced it in that press conference. I think it's one of the worst titles. That's one. We can rank the actual titles of the film. Yeah, that's that's solid. Noah Gross, Colin smart probably, on rankings. Colin probably won't show us for that. Quantum of Solace and No Time to Die to me are at the bottom. I still, I still don't get either of those. So, yeah. I kind of like that one. Quantum of Solace or No Time yeah, to Die? Or the least, no, oh, like, right, right. The title. No, it's smart. Okay. Um, but I've always hated Spectre as a title. I never get this whole thing where, oh, it's Christoph Waltz. He's playing Oberhelder. He's not playing <laughs> Blofeld. And you, they have, there was so much secrecy around them. We're all saying, well, it's called Spectre. Of course. It's, imagine if this film was called, Shatterhand. I don't know. No, what is it? Shatterhand. Keep that, you know. Shatterhand. Yeah. 
And then uh, we go into it, and oh, it's Christoph Waltz playing Oberhauser. We wouldn't think for a second he's yeah, playing Blofeld. And then imagine we've got this quantum stuff, and then Madeline is there, and she says, I know the name of the organization. It's Spectre. Yeah. <gasps> You'd lose your shit. Agree. Yeah, being in that cinema 50 years since Spectre was last on the screen, and then it's revealed that Christoph Waltz is Blofeld at the end of the. That would be just. Because there was, there was something that, about that, because like, I think of like. I know you're not really into the Spider-Man movies, but I mean, there was always the whispers that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in No Way Home. But like, even when they appeared, you were still blown away because they kept that to secret. And they didn't give away like the title as Spider-Man, all three meet up. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, they, they kept it secret. Whereas this, even if you had to sort of guess, like oh, if you know that say Sony's gotten the rights back to Spectre. So it's kind of like, oh, this could be a thing, but you would still be completely blown away by it. You're right. It's a great point. Yeah. And like even put a few references to Quantum in the mm. trailers. So people are like, oh, well, they can continue on the trip. Quantum, maybe they'll do the Spectre thing. Uh, it would be, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Imagine we went to see that movie together. Imagine I'm sitting in the cinema yeah. and she drops, I know their name, their Spectre. We'd be looking at each other, crapping our pants. We would have. And dropped then our lists. Blofeld showing up. So I don't dislike her delivery, but I just, it annoys me thinking what could have been for how that, they dropped the ball calling it Spectre and then she's like, it's Spectre. Spectre? Spectre. Well, of course it's Spectre. Yeah. No, good point. I've never thought about it that way. Noah Groves wins, and also with a solid list idea. Let's see if we remember it when I re-listen to this in a couple of months. Yeah, I want to do that. That's going to be fun, the tie. I've never sat down and done that. I I can't really speak for Colin. Oh, hey, I don't like these. But, like, um, I mean, there's a couple that you've said that are going to be off the board in a moment, and a couple that you've mentioned that may not be in my bottom five, but they will be in my next five. One that will probably surprise you. Um, but yeah, I, I have nothing else to add. If you want me to get into mine, we can get through it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really want to react to mine, to be honest. <laughs> Do you want to react to I your thought, list? <laughs> I thought, uh, no, I don't know what that guy's on. I thought that was really <laughs> ridiculous. Like, what Loser. Has he come from snug? Um, Doesn't even have a job. First one off the board, Moonraker. I mean, like, it's <laughs> it's not just me hating on Moonraker. Like, I, I to me, these bottom ones are just, they're not memorable. Like, they're just, they're just said in the movie, sometimes I had to re kind of think like, huh, what? Like, I'm glad you sent me that clip. Cause even when you've written there, like good head showing the rock, I'm like, Oh, when does she say Moonraker? And you watch it. And it's just a passing line. It's like, Oh, this is a Moonraker. Cool. It's a Moonraker. <laughs> Thanks. Holly Goodhead. Great. But I'm with you. You could have so much more fun with it, you know? So yeah, Moonraker off the board, uh, at 19, uh, one that Colin brought up, I've gone with Goldfinger again. It's just, it's a movie oh. that you could, there's so many in this movie, but like it's, <laughs> nothing really stands out. Like, I, I do kind of like him, you know, the Russian hair Goldfinger. Like, I do like it, but again, it's just in passing. It's sort of like what you're saying about Judy. Like, it's just said in part. It's not, there's no emphasis. Like, I can see why Colin hates A View to a Kill and The Living Daylights, but just like you, and I'm so glad you didn't bring, bring either of them up. Like, <laughs> you, you remember that. Like, you remember how bad or good it is. Like, at least straight away, like, a lot of my top ten are, I didn't have to look it up. I know off the back of my head back of my head that I remember how it's said. Whereas, you know, Goldfinger, great movie, but it's just like, cool. He says it on the phone, basically another one off the board. And this has to be the lowest. This has ever gone ever on a majesty secret service. Whoa. Like again, similar to be average second bottom. I know. Uh, and like that, that has to be again, a similar one where well, exactly what you said, exactly what Colin said. It's, it's, 
again, I like the way Draco says it. It's technically not said in full. Again, sorry, Nomi, that we've we've robbed you of this <laughs> list. But it's just, again, in passing, like it's just another one of these oh, things. No. Yeah, I mean, th- I'm pretty sure that is written on a document in this movie, isn't it? So we could have gone with the written version uh, of that one. It is written on a document in Thunderball, which yeah, I've Thunderball. never noticed right. until I rewatched the Thunderball title. Drop. Well, I guess we could have then technically ranked the world's not enough in a Majesty, Majesty Secret Service as mm. well, right? Like there's a few. Spectre, we could have ranked in like how many movies? <laughs> well, well, the Doctor No Spectre line is better than the exactly. Madeline. <laughs> We're ranking that. That's top five. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, we would have <laughs> easily... Poor Doctor No. Poor Doctor No. Um, at 17, uh, you had it at your bottom. I've got it at 17th Casino Royale. I'm with you. It's just, again, it's kind of just set in passing. Like again, Judy, say a better line. Like I just. Drop your titles better, Judy. Drop your titles better, Judy. Again, nothing wrong with it. They're on a beach. Um, but like, it's just another one of these ones where it's like, it's said so many times in the movie and you're just like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, at 16th. I, I, the, you two are going to love me for this because for the first time ever, Ben's bringing up this very low. It's I've always, always said whenever we've covered this movie, I've always said that the way he does it annoys me. Like it's just oh my god of the things that annoy me and die another day, and they're not the same things that annoy you guys. It's the kite surfing, and I just it always annoys me the way Pierce says it, and like the way that thing drops down, and he's like, "So you live to die another day." Like it's just something rubs me the wrong way the way he says it. I don't know what it is. So to me, I'm like, yeah, sorry, die another day. I love you, um, but I just I can't rank you and. Look at Ben ranking at the lowest of everyone. So this is why Colin didn't show up. He's yeah. like, he doesn't he doesn't want to be seen as the champion of uh, well, looking at his list, he's a little bit higher than mine. So <laughs> um. oh, Nora and Colin ranked Die Another Day higher than Ben. Ben has Die Another Day in the bottom five. Yeah. Yep. Madonna's changed you. I, <laughs> it wasn't really that I've seen it live now. I'm over it. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. From now on, you're just ranking died of the day at the bottom. I was the sad, time. though, with the merchandise. I had kind of like the exclusive range at Madison Square Garden. So I got a T-shirt that says time goes by so slowly from hung up. I'm, I'm sad there wasn't like a die another day, analyze this t-shirt or something like that. Wow, you've really analyzed it low. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just bothered me. I can't I can't put a finger on it. I've always been bothered the way Pierce delivers that line. I mean, I'm not going to... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, were you expecting me and Colin to have it in the bottom five? Or no, did you know I, that you were going to no, be at the bottom? This is just crazy. I, I, knew, I knew I was going to rank it low. Um... You know, often when I do my list, I kind of work either bottom to top or top to bottom. This was a top to bottom one and kind of it fell through the cracks. I knew I wasn't going to rank it high, but I also knew that you two, every time I've said I don't really like it, you two have always said like, oh, I kind of like how he says it. To me, it's just forced. A lot of the time, like if it's an iconic line and it feels forced, like it's just him sitting in a chair going, you live to die another day. And then nothing is said about it. The world is not enough. is going to be a lot higher because there's context to the way he says it. And there's a reaction there. Whereas like this, it's just fucking, it's forced in the movie. This is to me as if like you would have, oh, and your quantum of solace is available. Like it just, it kind of makes no sense that he says it. Like I get it makes sense because of, you know, the whole Korean to white man thing. But at the same time, it just, it just, it's on the nose for me. Sorry, die another day. Sorry, die another day. (laughs) We'll replay that. Yes, we will. When we get to a future kill, we'll replay that clip of you. I mean, very solid point. Touche. But at the same time, it's way more iconic. 
Yeah. And I can um, I can defend that being a bit more valid than Pierce saying the way he says this. So that's crazy. Uh, ben died of the day. Fourth thing at, at the bottom. Jonathan Lapalia's favorite song. <laughs> yes. Hello to oh. our Australian Survivor fans. We're apparently we're getting Die Another Day references right now. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm curious to see who will have it higher, Die Another Day, me or Colin. Well, again, I can see where Colin's ranked it, so I don't know where you have. So, anyway, I guess I've got to do Colin's next five, right? Colin's, yeah. Well, he's not going to react. Oh, my God. I put Die Another Day. Well, I mean, I do have. Uh, what, what do you think of Die Another Day, Colin? I'm so in love with Die Another Day. So, he's fine. He's, he's Apparently, he is. Apparently, compared to me today. Uh, at 15. Oh, yeah. I'm Colin. Um, he says, I wish Judy Dench had said it with Tina Turner's delivery of Golden Eye. Uh, Golden Eye 15. Not a good list for Golden Eye, apparently. This is, uh, no, Golden Eye and Casino Royale and Majesty. Yeah, very low. Uh, this one surprised me a little bit with Colin, although where did I rank it? Oh, not too different to this one. Uh, Bernard Lee's dramatic pause is great. Thunderball. Uh, 14th. Mm, so, I thought Colin would have put that higher. Yeah, me too. At 13, Moore's. Oh, yes. Makes this so much better. The man with the golden gun. Yeah? No. Oh, a bit cocky, Roger. Uh, 12. I wish there had been a back and forth of Spectre, Spectre. So at 12, Spectre. Yep. And at number 11. Oh, this one's a bit surprising. The writing on the picture is almost as forced as a line in a view to a kill. At the same time, it's probably the only way to explain the title to an audience. And the fact it's only one not spoken bumps it up from Russia with love. Um, I mean, a couple on this list I'm going to be saying very shortly as well, but I think From Russia With Love's a bit harsh. That's, yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't think his rankings are too bonkers or his explanations or anything. The only thing I would say is a lot of what he ranked is what I would have assumed Colin Hoity Hilding <laughs> would have put above Ben and Noah. Yeah. Right? True. From Russia with Love's sort of his thing. Thunderball's definitely his thing. Yeah, that's his movie. Um, and then, yeah, Spectre, yeah, I mean, I already put it up. So kind of surprised, not necessarily the rankings, just that Colin is putting Die Another Day above them. Die Another Day's in the top 10 for Colin. Might be putting Thunderball in the other ones above yeah. Colin. Yep. This is like bizarro world I'd, today. What's going on? I'm literally doing this deliberately. I just want you two to like put Die Another Day higher than me so I can uh, have... Uh, Gloating, gloating points you, in the next you episode. Saw Colin's, <laughs> yep. you, you saw Colin's <laughs> list, and then you're like, oh, uh, maybe I'll put Die Another Move It Down from 5 2024, Ben's, Ben's, you know, catching up with the times, or you two are starting to like it. <laughs> <laughs> we should do one one year. We should just like, not with no explanation, you hate Die Another Day, and we love Die Another And I love Moonraker. Oh, Moonraker, it's a classic. <laughs> And we'll just see how long it takes to catch on. But, I mean, no one listens. So probably yeah. a while. Unless you're, unless you're in Canberra. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'll do my 15 to 11, is it? It is. I, I now know why Colin Hilding did not show up today. Uh, because at 15, I've got bond uh, to graves. So you live to die another oh, day. Only one off <laughs> me. There you go. <laughs> uh, so... Colin Hielding, top 10, dying of the day. <laughs> he's the only uh, one who's ranked. Well, actually, no, he was the first to rank it at number one, remember? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a huge fan. He ranked it at number one. He's put this in the top 10. Uh, I now know why he didn't show up. He's like, oh, I can't be shown doing this. Well, remember. Um, I'm so in love with dying of the day. There you go. 
Well, I believe you, Colin. Yeah? You're ranking all sorts of dino the day is high. Funnily enough, Colin, uh, that Colin says that, but no, I think you've got a similar opinion, don't you? I do actually kind of like dino the day. Where did that one get in the rotation? I forgot I, I added that one that. recently. Uh, there was another one I think that Colin did recently that I've added to the list that I keep forgetting. <laughs> Uh, this one never gets played. When I am having thoughts about you, I masturbate my penis. <laughs> no, I like this one. I do actually kind of like the end of the day. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that got in the rotation. The that sounds bi- very uh, authentic. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. The best thing, like, usually when I edit people's things together, it kind of sounds literally like it, it sounds correct. That one's very much like Atlanta Falcons and the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I so actually like Die Another Day. Oh, <laughs> uh, didn't know that one there. Well, 15. Yeah, I agree with you. It's so forced. And uh, I agree also with your other line that the other one is forced, but it's more iconic because I don't, this is cringy, but I don't think of it as even iconic cringy that, yeah, agree. For all the things Die Another Day gets mentioned for, I don't think people even remember really this line. And it is one of Brosnan's worst deliveries of the year. Yep. Live to die another day. Completely agree. And Graves is looking at him like, mm. and then he's going on about gene therapy. Whatever. And the greenhouse, which says, I just listened to the villain <laughs> Lairs. You two hate the greenhouse. So, <laughs> so everything about, uh, I thought I was going to have this at the lowest. Uh, well, I didn't actually know about Colin. I thought he might have it lower. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. This is crazy, uh, but yeah, I, I don't like it. I think it's cringy. Um, number 14, I put it the highest, I think, but uh, not that much higher. It's uh, Goldfinger. Uh, I thought Colin would have this uh, highest. I like. I get what you're saying because there's so many Goldfingers, uh, but I like that. You listen here, Goldfinger, and then like Goldfinger's boo face. Like, ooh. <laughs> uh, you like a good dirt face. I like a dirt face. Uh, that's why I like you. Oh, uh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, it's the most backhanded compliment. I take it. I take any form of compliment, backhanded or fronthanded. I don't care. I need it in my life. Uh, yeah, I just love that you listen here, Goldfinger. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess what see what we're saying. It's like there's so many Goldfingers in this. Uh, number 13, I'm surprised Colin put it up, and I wanted to put it higher, but codename Thunderball. Hmm. Uh, it It is the sort of, I would say it's the first one uh, from Rasulullah. Uh, I'd say it's the first one of the series to be, oh, he said the thing. <laughs> like, because it is like, it's not throwaway. It's codename Thunderball. Yeah. Uh, and Better League gives a great uh, delivery of it. Uh I guess it's just not as sort of iconic for good or for bad. So I think somewhere in the middle is probably good. I did want to put it higher because uh, I do love the delivery of it. And it is the, he said the thing, but it's just not as memorable as some of the others. Um, number 12, I'm putting one up for the first time. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I actually like the other one in this film better that we didn't go with. Um, I'm putting moustache on a boat. Oh, only <laughs> uh, taken off a, a dressing gown or whatever. Uh, like it fits, uh, but the fact that we've got that damn parrot that I hate <laughs> in this scene. 
Uh, Parachute and- said it. You're always only, darling. You're always yeah. only. Yeah, I kind of would have laughed at that, actually. That would probably be top 10 if that happened. What if Margaret Thatcher said it? Oh, for your eyes early. Oh, Mr. Bond. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of forget that this line happens. I think the folder is way more iconic with the zoom in. Um, but we went with speaking Trump's writing. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's so soap opery and like, yeah, it's kind of cool that they fit it in at the end and it does fit with the scene, but I hate the parrot and I prefer the folder. So I might end up having this the lowest. Um, and then I'm surprised Colin didn't put this up, but I guess I'm happy you put it in the top 10 because, uh, I love this one too. And this is my baby, but I've got, uh, Felix in Puss Fella's Bar. Um, Wow. I love this sequence, uh, but to me, it's just not iconic, really, at all. Um, I think, again, the folder with Dr. No is probably more iconic and memorable. I love uh, Jack Lord's delivery, of, and what we only know one thing about him. What's his name? Dr. No. It's great, and you've got Quarrel and Pussbella. They've got the jump up, jump up, Jamaica. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, again, I don't have a bad thing to say about it, but... I guess my list, if even if it's bad, if it's more iconic, it sort of made it higher up. Uh, so I love my Doctor No, and I love the delivery of this, and I love the scene, and I'm kind of glad Colin's put in the top ten. But to me, it's just not very iconic to remember it. And that's the problem with these ones named after villains or Skyfalls or whatever, is that they've got, they said so much in the film that you sort of lose it a bit. I like what you say about, it makes them more iconic. And again, several you've just said and several, like a few are going to be off the board in just a moment. Um, because I think that's sort of, to me, we're slowly getting into the iconic ones. We're kind of getting out of the, yeah. the boring, like, Oh, this is this, this is that. We're getting into the ones which, yeah, I'm, you remember it. You remember how it's said, you know, you don't have to kind of think back to certain things. So yeah, no, I agree with that. We and don't think back on this show. No, thinking back. We don't think Noah, Noah mentioned the other day that it's next year's our 10-year anniversary. I mean, this is technically our 10th year on air, uh, but next year will be 10 years. And, oh, God, what are we going to do to celebrate that? I'm like a listener. Our goal in 10 years to get a listener. Um, our, one, our one Patreon uh, might actually get the content they request. Um, so uh, let's get a few off the board. 15, uh, I've got it. Well, equal highest. Colin had this at 15th as well. Goldeneye. It's, I mean... Again, everything that's already been said, it's it's just said. It's said a lot in this film. I do kind of like the fact that this is what, like Judy's first scene and we kind of get it. Uh, but, I mean, deliver better, Judy. These, this just falls into the blandness. I mean, I know I've got Die Another Day lower than this by one, but I think, again, it's just the way Pierce delivers it that kind of drops this one spot below guy. I mean, this isn't exactly amazing either, but it's just sort of like, okay, thanks, Judy. Cool, it's Goldeneye. Great. Uh, 14, I thought you were going to rip me a new one for this, but you've only ranked it three spots higher. I've got Felix in Pussfellas Bar. Again, it's oh. just, he just says it. Uh, I mean, again, I like his delivery. I'm with you, but it, it's, again, it's just one of these ones where it's like, cool, yep, it's said, move on, let's get into the movie, you know? So, yeah, I'm with you in that one. Uh, at 13, another one off the board. We've all kind of, it's nearly a match. It's, I've got the same as you at 13th. Colin has it at 14th. Thunderball. I mean, I. it's the pause. It's kind of just the code name. Thunderball, like it's just it's it's almost mm. like the 
turn to camera and pause. Like he said, the thing, as you said, like it's kind of, we need to, yeah, like, dun, 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 Thunderball. And you get Tom Jones in the background, Thunderball. Like it's just. <laughs> oh, no, thunderball. Or Johnny Cash comes out, saying, dun, dun, ling, dun, ling, dun, ling. Um, but yeah, like, again, it's like, it's iconic. You remember it. Like, I just kind of like the way that there's that dramatic pause before it goes, Thunderball. And like, yeah, the thing. Um, uh, number 12, I've, I mean, I thought I had this highest, but it's equal with Colin Spector. I, I totally, totally get what you're saying, and I totally agree with it. The thing to me, again, this is similar to Thunderball. She kind of pauses. It's kind of like a dramatic pause for her saying it's called Spectre. And you're like, oh, she said the thing. It's Spectre. It's the title of the movie, and it's back. But, like, again, would have been a top 10 had you exactly what you said. That would have been a thing. But, again, these are moving into iconic territory for me. These are the ones that you remember, and you're like, okay, cool. But... I just I do like the way she kind of like just pauses before she says it. So that gets a few notches up for me. And at uh, number eleven, again, only one spot different to you. I wanted this in my top ten, and I reckon yeah, I'm with you. The folder might have been a little bit higher had it not been, but I kind of like Mustache with the for your eyes only, darling. Like it's just it is very soap opera, but it's just and it it's one of these ones where it's like it's a perfect ending to the film. I, I get the hatred of the parrot and the Margaret Thatcher and that, but I love how it goes straight into the song. And then kind of you got them swimming naked and it's just, there's just something about it where I'm like, yeah, I like this. I like you, Mustache, doing that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always been higher up on Melina than you two has, have been as well. So again, always the movie, for your eyes only, just like The Man with the Golden Gun and Tomorrow Never Dies, always a movie that I'm just like, I want to rank this in like the top five. Mm-hmm. I want to do this because I like never them, but it never happens. So, but we'll be in the top 10 because Colin's got in the top 10, but um yeah, I mean, a lot of matches there. So nothing's really... No one's yelled at each other yet, except for the blimp! Colin! <laughs> I, I think the moustache one would have been better if they're on the boat and then you just see a like cardboard cut-up Sheena Easton pop up <laughs> on screen and say, we're Ah, Sheena. When's Sheena doing a farewell tour? I mean, Gladys is doing a farewell tour. She ain't going anywhere. I wanted to announce a Sheena Easton farewell tour. Oh, I'm there. She didn't do farewell to her. She inserts herself where she's not welcome. <laughs> she can insert herself um, wherever she wants, Sheena. Or, or or get Roger Moore to do it for your eyes only, darling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think take off his dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Moore doll. <laughs> she's like, ooh, much more impressive than I thought. Or, or she goes, oh, my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that it? <laughs> I want to. I want to like a bit of Roger Moore dong, and we get for your eyes on Starling. Is that the name of the episode? Roger Moore's dong. Roger Moore dong. <laughs> Roger Moore, Moore dong. <laughs> <laughs> episode title: Moore dong. Uh, it's a contender. <laughs> I just want. I want Colin to look at that. I'm like, why did you call it Moore dong? <laughs> Hoity toity Hilding would not like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's just Melina, the actress, Carol. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I agree. I kind of like it going into the ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the Spectre one, I, I, I agree with you. And it's just the reasons I said that. No, I but get yeah, the, for your eyes only one, I, I don't know. Do you prefer the folder? I think the folder is more iconic. Folder's more iconic because that's in the trailer. Like often a lot of these I rank also based, like if they're in the trailer, like, I mean, that gives them a few more points to me. And, and that's in the trailer from memory. You yeah. see them like shove it on the table and like, yeah, but, but like that, because I think that's 
Fear Eyes Only is kind of like License to Kill. It's like, it's it's a very obvious James Bond title that do we really need it? Like, if Fear Eyes Only is, on, is always on the folders, like this is Fear Eyes Only as a government agent, License to Kill, it's his, he's got a License to Kill. It's a bit cheesy as a title, and if we rank the titles, which is a great, uh, great list, it's probably going to be fairly lower on the list because, again, it's like, well, you know, I mean, at least with Gold Knights, it's, it's a Bond name which should have been used, but at least they made that into the plot and, like, made it something. Skyfall, they made it something, whereas Fear Eyes Only Licensed Killer just used because, oh, that's a Bond thing. Let's let's make it that. Used to a kill, they made it something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, that's in the top ten for all of us, well, except for one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I think the folder, yeah, that that I reckon that would have been top ten for me had that we'd done the folder. Well, and then you also put Jack Lord, Puspella's Bar sort mm. of thing up, wouldn't you? Older, yeah, that. yeah, maybe just a bit. I mean, I, I don't know. To me, Doctor No is kind of like a golden eye, where it's kind of like it's it's in the movie so many different times that, like, I don't know. It's it's maybe Although, there and thereabouts. Doctor loses points because in the folder they write it as Doctor as the full like word Doctor, and then in the title it's mm. Dr. No, True. so that maybe loses points for inconsistency. Doctor yeah. No, come on, grammar um, and and written words. It's kind of like double oh, seven. We're known for our grammar. That's the the one that always annoys me. Is like license to kill is spelt with a C, but you'll often see some people spell it with an S. The know? American, yeah. Or then like little things like live and let die. Sometimes it's spelt with the and as like the symbol, or it's spelt with the word oh, and. No, I'm no, no, not an and symbol for me for live and let. Die. You write it fully with an and. I'm a I'm a full and guy. You're a full and guy. <laughs> Noah grows full and guy. Put that on your Tinder profile. Didn't we drink and vodka? We did. I, I polished that off the other night. Both the and, and vodka and engine. That's why there's a number behind me. Can you see? They're gone. So, uh, After your date with Mary Goodnight. <laughs> Who you wouldn't? had a merry rough night. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. <laughs> well, uh, well, I, I didn't enjoy that and vodka because I, I, I'm a full and guy. Write the whole name and vodka. True. Hey. I kept calling it at vault. At, at symbol, you'd rather it be at. So your email address is like Noah Groves at at uh, bigdong.com. I'm a full at email guy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Noah Groves at at. You know, you know, these are fun thing. You talk about like being old school and kind of full words and that sort of stuff. You two bag me out for my hanky. Fair enough. Recently, I've discovered that the new thing that millennials and and Gen Xers are bagging out us old people for are wallets. Apparently, wallets are old. We shouldn't have wallets. I read an article the other day going, if you have a wallet, you're old. And I'm like, excuse me? I like wallets. Damn, I'm old. I've had the same wallet for about 10 years. My wallet's great. I love wallets. Like, I don't want to, like, you have your phone and you put, like, people who put their cards in the back of it. And I, I'm not, well, like, a digital card. But, well, I mean, you're half and half. <laughs> I still own a wallet, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm Exactly. Thank you. I'm Team Wallet. Team Wallet. <laughs> Is that the episode title? Team yeah, that's an option. I no, just, we're gonna we're gonna have young people listening to this thinking, oh my god, they sound so old, cabining <laughs> their wallets. I'm a wallet guy. I'm a wallet guy too. But this is the thing: people bag out wallets. In ten years' time, they're gonna come back in and they're gonna be cool again, just like LPs. Well, LPs. I've got CDs now. Now LPs are cool. So, are you telling me that Velcro wallets are going to make a comeback? <laughs> hey, I have a leather wallet with a clip. 
haven't left a wallet with a clip too. Who are you? Hoity toity. Yeah. <laughs> Team wallet. Team wallet. Can we message Colin? Uh, Colin, can we see your wallet? Oh. He'd probably like, oh, it's not my anniversary. Like, uh... <laughs> or maybe Colin is hip with the kids, and maybe he doesn't. Colin's have a got a wallet. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. If anyone, if you looked at a person on the street and you were like, do they own a wallet or don't? You look at Colin Hilding. <laughs> he's got a wallet. <laughs> he's got a wallet. He probably owned a monocle. <laughs> He's got a belt clip, like one of the ones back in the day where you clip your things on your belt. Oh, he's got he's got a chain on his hand. He's got a watch. He's got a fob watch. On the, get some money. Over the train, we show up oh, and like the time. <laughs> time to die. Colin Hilding, uh, wallet. We're wallet. He's a wallet man. Wallet Next man. time you and I go out drinking, we're going to be just sitting in the bar going wallet. A digital person. They've got it on their phone. Well, when wallet. we get our wallets out, whoa, uh, <laughs> all the young people are going to be like, oh, what are they doing? Here? Wallets out for the girls. Uh, <laughs> oh, bring back wallets. I know. Fuck you. Article saying wallets are outdated. Like, well, come I, on. I, I, I'm going to ironically carry a Velcro wallet around <laughs> from now on and make sure every time I pay for something, I really get the... Were you, were, you, were you ever that person, though, that, like, in the mid to 2010s, which, again, doesn't really age too well in terms of the things we did back then, had the chain on the wall, you know? You ever had the chain? Not a chain guy. I had the chain for a while, I will admit. Oh. But uh, I quickly... Billy Garcia still has a chain. Uh. <laughs> He's a, I would look at him and think he's a chain guy. He's a chain wallet. Hashtag bring back Billy. I was a bit too young for the chain in that I remember the chain, but I remember, oh, the older boys or girls had the chain. Yeah, no. So I, I remember the chain, but I was too young for the chain. I was definitely a, a chain with the camo baggy cargoes and the and the uh, the skunk hair. That I definitely was at in the 2000s, I will admit. I did have a Volco, Volcom red uh, Velcro wallet. Oh, yeah, the Volcom. No. Did you ever have, what was the um, Echo? Did you ever wear an Echo t-shirt, you know? And... Wasn't that I wasn't that cool, Ben. Yeah, oh, hey, you can touch me later. Trust me. Um, anyway, uh, we got sidetracked, but while let's bring yeah. him back. Which <laughs> I think everyone except Daniel Craig of the Bonds would have a wallet. Uh, I, I, you know, I think George Lazenby has a wallet. George Lazenby's got a wallet. Connery's wallet. Roger Moore's got a wallet. Dal- oh, Dalton's a bit edgy. Dalton, maybe. Dalton, I feel like he's got like a. A uh, rubber band with just loads of cash around exactly. it. Yeah. Would you like some money? <laughs> yeah, take my money. Take my money in the theatre. I want a yeah, sippy cup. He's got a nice leather wallet. Uh, but he's got, he, he, he posted a thing this week about him being on the cover of a magazine and he's just so nice when he's like, a big thank you. To, he sounds like Roger Moore. A big thank you to GQ for the lovely photo shoot. I'm like, oh, Pierce, bless your little socks. Anyway, uh, all right. This will be one for the listeners because I'm not going back. Do we ever see James Bond using a wallet in the series? I think we do. Isn't there one where he gets a card out with like Universal Exports? Does he get it out of his wallet though, or is it like some hip I Gen Z? No, I feel there's a Roger Moore thing. one where he gets it out. Like I'm thinking, is it Man with the Golden? No, I'm pretty sure. Wait we a do. minute, I'm just going to get my wallet. I'm pretty sure we do see him get a Universal Exports card out of a wallet. I, I can picture the card. I'm just wondering, is it from a wallet? No, I'm pretty sure we do. I'm pretty sure it's either a Moore or a Connery. Oh. I've got something. Also, recently, what? randomly, I followed Sean Connery's granddaughter on Instagram, and she's quite attractive. <laughs> Have you seen Sean Connery's granddaughter? <laughs> <laughs> Does she look like him? 
No. <laughs> but she's like, when I say granddaughter, she's like the daughter of his stepson. So one of like his wives who obviously had a kid before they were, you know, um, married. It's So it's kind of like a half granddaughter, but her last name's Connery. So she's living up to the name. Ooh. So anyway. Of uh, course, the, the James Bond uh, official store has wallets, but they're like those fancy hip sort of like yeah, card. Probably like $800. Oh, we can get right? a, you only live twice a little Nelly lunchbox. Ah, oh, we need to do, I just re-listening to the Christmas episode and listen to it if you haven't already. The idea that I really hope we don't forget by the end of this year, we all need to get somebody, get each other like a little cheap gift and ship it and then like uh, wrap it and we got to open it up on air. So like we yeah. had the, the Timothy Dalton spoon, you know, and the... <laughs> That's right. I'm getting Colin the little Nelly lunchbox. Oh, he would, he would, and a wallet, little <laughs> Nelly wallet. And a wallet and a monocle. Yeah. Actually, I'm not because it's 60 bucks. It's expensive. <laughs> Colin, we like you, but not $60. I, I'm I, unemployed. Yeah, exactly. Unemployed, unemployed Groves. Um, <laughs> I was really going to buy you the Shrek t-shirt that I saw in New York, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. Um, I missed... All right, we've had our intermission. Let's start the top 10. All right, intermission done. Uh, So, again, I just want to point out, too, that at the time of this list, Colin has sent me his list. He sent me his top 10, but he sent me 10, 10 twice, but he's, like, added an extra comment. He's gone 98765421. He hasn't sent me a number three, but he's also missed a movie. So I'm saying right now, Colin, if you're listening, is because you haven't replied to me since I asked you, like, you haven't given me this movie. I'm assuming you're having that movie at number three. So that's... Yeah, we can't wear that, Hildy. He's getting old. The dementia's clicking in. Hoity-toity, Hilding. Can't can't think. He's old. Get with it, Hilding. All right, so number 10, and he's written two things for this. He's written, it's probably the fact that this was in every trailer that I saw over and over that it makes me put it in the top 10. Uh, actually, no, he hasn't. Okay, so he hasn't done it two tens. I can see this, the way the writing's been. Anyway, that and I don't want to get slapped by Judy Dench for putting both of her lines outside the top 10. Casino yeah. Royale at 10. Ten. Ten? Ten? Um, number nine, are you ready for it? Colin Hilding, Team Dying of the Day, has written Pierce's cool delivery makes this line work. We've just said it's like one of the worst lines he ever delivers. This is one I can't imagine any other Bond actor doing as well. I mean, I can't imagine any Bond actor. You live to die another day. Uh, <laughs> yes, you Live to live to die another day. <laughs> like, trying to do all of them. Uh, I live to die another day in character. That's what you do. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, but I'm not going to take away from. Well, thanks for me. <laughs> yeah, die another day. Die another day. And uh, Daniel Craig. Die another day. Die another day. <laughs> we can never do Daniel Craig. I mean, we would do Daniel Craig, but we can never impersonate Daniel Craig. That's what we're trying to say. Um, number eight, Colin Hilding. This is the highest. It's really cheesy, but cutting right into the song afterwards is, I guess he just means cheesy. Uh, for your eyes only. There you go. Nice up there with Mustacha. Number seven, Colin Hilding, Team Timothy Dalton. I'll 100% admit our quoting of the country club line has made me appreciate the license to kill, license revoke line so much more. License oh, to kill oh. number seven. Colin of the day and Timothy Dalton in the top. No wonder he didn't show up. Wow. Colin Hilding, man of mystery. I, I, <laughs> I like this. And at number six, we've got, this is being brought up for the first time. <laughs> I do appreciate what Colin writes in brackets. That's my little Dexter Smythe. <laughs> he has octopusy at number six. Uh, I, I'm, I'm blown away by, I mean, even more so than dying of the day, license to kill 
at number seven by Colin. He hates that movie. That's his like <laughs> least favorite movie of all of me. He hates that more than Die Another Day. So Colin Hilding, progressive. This must be the most insane 10 to 6 that Colin has ever <laughs> yeah. had. Die Another Day, top 10. Timothy Dalton, top 10. Wow. Mm. Uh, Colin Hilding, you love Die Another Day. Let's get Xena Royale in the top 10, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I'd uh, be iffy on that one, Colin. Uh, <laughs> be iffy on you, Hilding. I don't know. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't hate the line, but wasn't it my bottom one? It was your bottom one, yes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Colin, I, I kind of wish he was here now. This is, like, insane. Yes, it is. I don't really have anything much more. I mean, some of these will be in my next few, but some well, for a bit. I'll do my 10 to 5, and it's time for 10 to 6, and you guys are going to start hating me. Uh-oh. Don't do a view to a kill. No, the blip. Boo! Higher. <laughs> Well, I, I, I know what's coming up at number 10. It's a movie you hate. We love. I, I get where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish it was the blimp just because you're going to be upset. But uh, the world is not enough. Top 10? I think it might be the first time I've ever uh, put that in the top 10. So can't say. It is higher than I thought because I find it similar to uh, Dying of the Day in that I find it kind of cringy. And a little forced, but the reason it gets higher is what you said. At least it has some context. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just so dramatic, so popular. It's like you're watching Home and Away or something. The world is not a foolish sentiment. Ah, family motto. And then I kind of hate how Electra just. It's so forced because they say that and then Electra just goes, oh, and then just moves on with whatever she's saying. And it's just like, they really had to. They said the thing. Um, <laughs> But it gets points for being like a Fleming thing that they throw in there. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool that they mentioned it, but I find it cringy like Die Another Day too. Uh, but I guess it's going to be in both of your top uh, five. Maybe someone's number one. Um, all right, number nine. <laughs> no, not the blimp, no. Uh, is it the blimp? Uh... Whoever it is, it mustn't be the blimp because I must have scared the living oh, daylight out of you. Uh, it, it, it had to come eventually, uh, but it made it into top 10. <laughs> I thought you were going to add that at the bottom because I know you hate that line. Yeah, it's so bad. Like the Zoom, this and A View to a Kill are the two examples of the, they said the thing, um, uh, like it's so like the zoom in and the weird smirk from Dalton's death face. <laughs> Whoever it is, you must have scared the living daylight out of it. It's like, it has to be one of Dalton's worst acted moments. His face is ridiculous. His delivery is ridiculous, but it's so iconic of like how they zoom in and he said the thing. Uh, and yes, it does technically come from the book. Exactly. Uh, but it's so ridiculous. But I had to put it in top 10 for what I was saying. It's one of the worst, but it's so iconic over like these boring moonraker sort of one um number eight surprised that colin didn't put this in here i really like this i think it's really sort of sweet and a different way of doing it it's the writing in from russia with love yeah um, that out of the i top just 10. think i don't know if it's like the most amazing brilliant tired of drop thing ever but i think it's kind of a unique way of doing it adding it into the film they didn't need to do it uh but it, it sort of fits with this 
feel of From Russia with Love and it's kind of sweet with Money Penny and the picture it fits with the plot that's happening and like it it sort of makes the plot make a bit more sense with the title in a way. Uh, I thought Colin would have had this way higher. Mm. All right, number seven, blimp! Ah, boo, too low! <laughs> it was the two, Living Daylights and Blimp, that I knew were not going to be top five because they're so bad, but they needed to be recognised for how iconic they are. This is like one of the worst deliveries in film history. It's so bad. Uh, it's the most egregious example of they said the thing ever with the a view to kill. It's just none of it makes sense why they would be saying that. The delivery from both of these actors who are both good is terrible. Uh, it's so dramatic. And I still think it should have been from a view to a kill, which yeah. makes that make more sense. If they're flying over and they say from a view and then he says to a kill, that makes more sense. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just saying, oh, look at the view. <laughs> And then his creepy smile when he looks at her and says to her kill, it's just weird. On a blimp. But they're on a blimp. So they get 100 more points for that. They're on a blimp. This is the most iconic in terms of where they deliver the line from, right? (laughs) On a blimp. (laughs) They're on a blimp. So it is a view from the blimp. A view from a blimp. A blimp. To Um, a kill. Yeah, that's what they should have blimp to a kill. Uh, it's so bad, but every time I watch it, I burst out laughing. And I think Double Oz Seven, like when we rank like Vargas up high and stuff like that, this it's one of those ones that we, we made it sort of thing where it's like, yes, Vargas is low, Davidov's low, Blimp <laughs> delivery's low, but because it's become such a meme, yeah, and we sort of made it, uh, it gets up higher. But Dello. it couldn't be top five. I yeah, Dello, I, it had to be. 10 to 5, uh, 10 to 6, but it couldn't be top 5. Uh, but it's hilarious. And we need to, I hope you do play the clips. Of I, them, will. I will. We need to hear of you. Give myself more work because I've got none at the moment, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 6, Colin Hilding put it very low. I love this. I, is, I, is it iconic? Maybe. Is it super iconic? No, but um, do you know this, uh, Scaramanga? Oh, yes. The man with the golden gun. <laughs> Uh, like you talk about Brosnan being a bit cringy, and uh, or and Colin talked about only Brosnan could deliver those lines. Only Moore could stand in this office and say, "The man with the golden gun," and it's it's so much. He said it, but he says it so nonchalantly that it's mm. like that. It just feels so natural, but at the same time, you're saying, "Hey, he said the thing." <laughs> uh, I love it. I, it's not top five because it's not that iconic enough. But it's just Roger Moore needs to say all of that view to a kill. Like he should have been saying it. I scared the living daylights. Uh, license to kill has been revoked. Must have scared the living daylights out of them. A high stakes poker game at Casino Royale. The world is not enough. Uh, Skyfall done. Uh, Quantum of Solace. Time to die. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, too soon. And uh, Colin's saying that only Brosnan could do that, but uh, so you live to die another day. It's just uh, like he could uh, deliver so many more of these. So I'm Roger Moore. Roger Moore. So I'm glad that we at least got one Roger Moore dropping the titles, and we don't have many of Bond actually dropping the titles. So it's yeah, it's, you're right. It's just it's so Roger Moore, and I just love it. The Scaramanga one would probably rank high too, but probably not as high as this. Uh, a few of these. 
will come up. A few will be in my top five. Um, <laughs> you wonder which. Um, Probably three of them. But as of right now, three have not been brought up by anyone. So Ooh. I think we know our top three. Although one might be coming up Octopussy. in just a moment. Octopussy. Uh, Octopussy's been brought up though. Uh, oh, oh, did Colin up? Yeah, Colin brought it up number six. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> number six. That's pretty high. Not too bad. All right. Number 10. Um, you just mentioned it. I've got the man with the golden gun. But I mean, everything you said, I agree with. Because it's just, it's like snarky, almost like, you know, like arrogant Roger Moore. Like, oh, the man with the golden gun. Like, you know, just goes on about it. But you're right. Like he, the way he delivers it and the way like. He's like the know-it-all Bond, isn't he? Oh, but, that, but that's what, like, you kind of excuse him. You know how you've got know-it-alls and you're just like, oh, I hate them because they're a know-it-all. But then sometimes you've got know-it-alls and you're like, well, yeah, you're good, so you deserve to be. <laughs> Roger Moore's one of those know-it-alls. And again, it's similar. It's I find this line very similar to Thunderball in a way that it's sort of, it's just, it's the delivery of the line. If this was just delivered, you know, by, I don't know, freaking M or, you know, somebody else like that who's just sort of going on about it, it's not going to be as memorable. I mean, having said that, I just contradict myself with M says Thunderball, but it's the way he says it. But like, this is just the way Roger says it and goes on his little like speech, you know, like I, I like that. So that, I was like, yeah, it got to be top 10, the way he kind of delivers that. How many that. takes do you think Roger more did of that? Roger's a one take wonder. Come on. The man with the gun gold. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, God, gun. gosh. What am I saying? Uh, number nine, you just, you thought it hadn't been brought up, but it has been brought up. Uh, my little oh. octopussy. I mean, Half of what makes this top 10 for me is Roger's reaction. That's my little octopus. And I just love the way he said it, like, look, mm. <laughs> like, it's just, ooh. Ooh. like, it's just, I mean, if, if we had done Khan doing like octopussy, like they probably also would have been in the top 10. Cause it's just, it's, this to me is like a pussy galore, right? It's a line that I can't imagine nobody on set is not cracking up laughing every single time this is said. Like you're calling this octopussy? Like Really? Um, and again, it's where we rank the titles. Like I'm going to base it a lot on like, does it make sense to the movie or the plot? Like it's named after a woman, a woman. Um, but even then, as I've said recently about Octopussy, it doesn't really have a plot. So like, it's kind of, what are they going to call it? Fabergé egg. Um, <laughs> Revenge of the Fabergé egg. That's my little Fabergé egg. Um, <laughs> but I do love the way it's delivered. Which I'm surprised Colin's ranked it in the top 10 because he hates her talking. So um <laughs> so but yeah i mean it's got to make the top 10 it's iconic it's the way it's said that's my little octopussy uh number eight i said three haven't been brought up let's bring up one now number eight woman singing live and let die it's it's Aww. it's meta it's fun it's silly i want to hate this because i don't want like a like how what does this happen in the world of bond that She's singing the title song. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, uh, what is it on a Magic Secret Service, whistling the Bond theme or underneath and whatever it is. Like, it's kind of like, you know, what? where does that fit into the universe? But it's no different to George Lazenby. This never happened to the other fellow. Like, sometimes you break the fourth wall and it's a bit silly. And I just kind of like Roger Moore sitting there in the front row with his little letter. Like, I want that in all the Bond films. I want Pierce in his car when you hear the Die Another Day remix. He's turned up all... I like this song. I'm gonna wake up. I was gonna say, what other songs do we want to hear people singing in like the like just like the moon <laughs> Which I love Mary. I think she might have done it when we saw her, but like she's like, oh now I'm gonna do like the Shirley Bassey. She sings like two lines of Moonraker before switching into Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> it's like, oh well, even Shirley doesn't sing it, so we're gonna move well, on. I to like that. the Quantum of Solace when uh <laughs> you've got like 
Craig walking down the street and Jack White's just there. <laughs> Jack White's there. Hello, I'm in a, I'm in a bond in what are you trying to say that Madonna, when she's like, you know, Verity, I seem to have come undone. Analyze this. <laughs> oh. Shirley, Shirley Manson's in the background when he goes, the world is not enough. And the world is not. Go away, Shirley. <laughs> oh, well, you're talking about it being meta. Imagine Bond goes to uh, Isthmus City after having his license to kill revoked. And you get... <laughs> He's like, that's funny. I just lost my license. Yeah. <laughs> Gladys, Gladys is hanging around with the pips. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's uh, that's weird. I just lost my license. Timothy with his dirt face, this? like just must have scared the living daylights out of me on the oh, radio. And the latest hit from Norway. <laughs> oh. I literally just said that. From a view to a kill and Duran Duran's floating in a blimp next to him. That would have been cool if we had the Duran Duran blimp on their <laughs> world tour flying past. Dun, 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 dun. They're on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. Dun, 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 dun. Meeting you. Sat down. I'm trying to get my speech. <laughs> Did you see the Super Bowl ad with Christopher walking in where everybody's like impersonating him and he's just looking at him going like, leave me alone. <laughs> I want the Duran Duran world tour blimp. I want underneath the mango tree being sung like in the club. It is a lot. <laughs> more, more, Roger Moore. More mangoes. Underneath the mango tree. <laughs> I want Lulu when he says, the man with the golden gun. <laughs> She's in this room or the next one. <laughs> I would love it if you just have Bond and this random female and then she, do you know anything about Scaramanga Bond? And then Lulu just stop, jumps in. <laughs> <laughs> I I want Sheena Easton. Oh, wait. Um. <laughs> yeah. She's there. She's already no there. Way, but I do, I mean, again, this is a top 10, so none of these are bad. It's just, it's like, uh, it's pretty high. You talk about memorable. I mean, it's the, the one where you've got a woman singing the title. Why not? Um, and at number seven, uh, again, I'm with you with Colin not having it in the top 10 from Russia with love. Like it's, it's mm. like, how do you get that title in it? Again, I'm going to rank titles low. I'm really thinking about this now that you brought it up, but like, a, a title that has nothing to do with the movie. And from Rush We Love, kind of, it's like a halfway point. Like it sort of doesn't have anything to do with the movie, so they kind of shoehorn this on the on the photo. But I like that. I kind of like them just, you know, and the way he kind of thinks about it before he writes it, you know. It's not just like, oh, better get the title in from Russia With Love. Cute, Colin. Yeah, it's cute, Colin. Don't you like cute? No cute. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. We should mention that. Happy Valentine's Day, Noah. Oh. Maybe that's why Colin's on here is getting some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Colin doesn't show up. Ben and Noah are here all day just sitting around on the couch. Who was your Valentine in 2024? Noah Groves. Well, I'm, you yeah, got a date. You got a date in Valentine's Day. Yay! Yeah, ben Waterworth. Hey. I've, just what the doctor ordered. The, the, with the, D, the doctor ordered that. DR or D O C T O R. Hey. <laughs> This uh, is a sad Valentine's Day. I didn't even realise that. And at number six, I so wanted to put this in my top five. It makes me sad that this is not in my top five, but I'm also so glad that both of you, um, well, you haven't even ranked it yet. It's going to be in your top five. Uh, Colin ranked it at number seven. Uh, this isn't a country club 007 oh, moment. I like, have your license to cool has been revoked. Um, I mean, it's. I, I thought both of you were going to have this in like your bottom five because I thought you hated this, but like... <laughs> 
I just, I mean, Colin said it, like kind of we've made it a thing with your <laughs> country club. I mean, I love License to Kill. I've always loved the film and I always like this scene where Bond kicks him and then like jumps off the roof. <laughs> like it's just, I just, but it's the way, it's the delivery that old Gordon Lee Brown says it, you know, on the walls of uh, MI6. It's like, you know, your license to kill has been revoked. Like I just love the way, and I also love the way they literally fit revoked into it when this was meant to be yeah. license revoked and they still fit it into the license to kill new title. It's clever. So again, a movie where the title really has got nothing to do with the movie and it's just like, cool, all right, cool. We're just going to shoehorn it in because that's the Bond thing. But I love it. And I'm sad I couldn't put this in my top five, but just outside the top five. This episode's crazy. We've got like a golden eye, goldfinger, Casino Royale down the bottom. You've got Colin putting Die Another Day higher than Ben. You've got Noah putting License to Kill higher than Ben. You also What's put Die Another Day higher than Ben, just want to say, by one spot. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I didn't want to mention <laughs> What do you put Yes. I want the listeners to know that every time Ben plays that, he like gets his pen out and writes that. Oh, I just wrote, I just played to die another day. I've got my tally because I need to put it yeah. on the list. That's sad, Ben Waterworth. That's sad. The, the story of my life. <laughs> You're saying it's like a bad thing. All right, so we recap our 20s to 6s. Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. Before we get to ours. And we do individual top five, I guess, right now. So uh, I'll do um, cons. I'll do it in... Ooh, eh, hey, view to a kill. I hate blimps, eh? Ooh, blimps suck. Uh, 19, Moonraker, eh? 18, Living Daylights, eh? I hate Dalton. 17, on Emergency Secret Service, eh? 16, Goldfinger, eh? 15, GoldenEye, eh? 14, Thunderball, eh? 13, The Man with the Golden Gun, eh? Spectre, 12, eh? 11, From Russia with Love, eh? 10, Casino Royale, eh? 19, Die Another Day, eh? Sounds like pig Latin. Uh, 8, For Your Eyes Only, eh? 7, License to Kill, eh? And 6, My Little Octopussy, eh? Well, Colin got really Australian towards the end. <laughs> G'day, mate, eh? <laughs> uh, my number 20, where are we? Uh, uh, Judy, Drop Your Titles Better at the High Stakes Poker Game at Casino Royale. Number 19, oh, yeah, whatever, here's the Moonraker. Uh, my number 18, uh, her, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, I want to suck your blood. Uh, number 17, uh, Judy, drop your titles better, it's Golden Eye, Golden Eye, Golden Eye. Uh, nine, number 16, make it more of a surprise, Madeline, with your spectre. Spectre, spectre. My number 15, so you live to die another day. Uh, <laughs> it would work. Yeah. <laughs> my number 14 uh, die another day would work <laughs> listen you listen here at Goldfinger with the boo dirt face from Goldfinger oh yeah um it's Johnny Cash Colin shut up <laughs> he also rang that at the bottom he with did. the blimp didn't show up for that episode uh, either wonder why my number 12, go away, Sheena. It's for your eyes only. <laughs> my number 11, uh, jump up, jump up, Dr. No. My number 10, uh, a foolish sentiment from a lecture. It's the world is not enough. Uh, my number nine, whoever ranks this at nine must have scared the living daylight out of him. My number 18, uh, my number eight. Uh, <laughs> it's geared, Colin. 
It's cute. The photo. Uh, number seven, blimp. <laughs> uh, um, my number six, the man with the golden gun. Got to say, this might be our closest list in terms of we've all, the majority of these rank these pretty close to each other. There's only a yeah. few that we haven't. Although maybe wait till next week's episode. No, oh, well, I mean, there's only six <laughs> on those, right? So I guess that, you know, uh, number 20, Moonraker. Sure. It's there. 19, uh, Goldfinger's Dirtface and Connery. 19, Gold Knight, Goldfinger. Uh, 18, Poor old Majesty's not on a secret service because she's ranked low. Uh, Draco to Bond. And she's dead. She is. Oh, rip to the queen. And rip queen. the king nearly dead too. He's got cancer. So, I mean, all hail oh. King William soon. The shortest king ever. Uh, At this rate, all of them dying. George Lazenby will probably be the new king. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like the prime ministers in Australia a couple of years ago. Everyone gets a turn. Uh, 17, Judy, lines, shit, but stakes in a beach. 17, uh, Casino Royale, 16. <laughs> Emphasizing the pen. <laughs> so low, Ben Waterworth. So 15, low. double low for Brosnan. Golden eye. I feel bad. I feel dirty all of a sudden. Uh, 14, Pussies, Fellas, Bar, and Felix. Uh, at 13, Codename, Thunderball. Uh, 12, Spectre, 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 Spectre. I reckon we could have ranked Spectre Lecter. Your Lecter is my Spectre. Like, that could have been high, right? Um, 11th, Moustache's eyes are only on Moore's dong, uh, for your eyes only. Uh, the Man with the Golden Gun, uh, with Lulu at 10. Number 9, My Little Octopussy. Number 8, I have the woman, Live and let uh, that's pretty good. Uh, seventh, uh, it's cute, Colin from Russia with love, and it's six. Sorry, it couldn't make the top five. You're not a country club. 007, which that's going to get a very high average. Look at this. Mm. Um, you you talk about seeing all the Bond singers live. When are you going to see see Live and Let Die Woman live? Don't know. I mean, I missed out on seeing Goldie. Who is she? I don't know. Who, yeah, who is she? Where is I don't she? Think we're talking about her. Ranking what, the random woman about? in Live and Let Die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know who she is. All right, so a top five. I'll Paul start. Paul in blackface. <laughs> I did like at the Super Bowl this week. I messaged you saying that like we had three Bond singers there. So Alicia Keys randomly sang with Usher on stage. Cool. And then they cut to Paul McCartney in the stands at one point. And apparently Cheryl Crow was there. So three Bond singers in the one stadium. Has that ever happened before? Was Mary there? Probably. She's probably singing better than Usher. Um, number five from Colin. He says. The only one that's in a song that has to put it in the top five. Live and let die. That's all nah. I've got to say. So makes the top five for Colin. Yeah. Top five. Top five, baby. <laughs> Colin, not racist. <laughs> I, wa- I want to uh, see a re-edit of uh, her singing that and then it cuts to not Roger Moore sitting there at the bar, but just yeah. Colin Hill. <laughs> Which I will correct myself. I said we're racist because all of these are non-white people saying the uh, the name of the title. I guess Mayday is not exactly white and I yeah, guess this but, woman, not white. But Colin did rank Mayday at bottom. True. This at the fifth, so he sort of cancelled out where like he might be racist. Yeah. Uh, we don't, we don't want to... That's why he... He's he, neutral he... on racism. <laughs> Completely neutral. Most people, anti-racism, pro-racism. Colin, neutral. (laughs) Neutral. He doesn't take a stance. He's completely neutral on racism. He's like, Black Lives Matter, 
Sometimes. <laughs> some, some black ones. Some more so than others. <laughs> Very neutral, Colin Hilding. Is that what we call this episode? Colin, neutral racist. <laughs> he would quit the show. Up, he, yeah. Oh, want. that's how we want. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Unemployed hour. Woo. <laughs> well, we were thinking of how many episodes would get done and not having jobs if we didn't have the hoity-toity Hilding on. I've got children. Um, no, I'm with you, Colin. Top five. Let's go. Um, good job, Colin. <laughs> On job. Uh, good job, Colin. <laughs> Get uh, your wallet. Where is he, by the way? He never said why he couldn't be here. I think he's just probably oh, preparing Day. for Valentine's. I mean, it's not Valentine's Day there. It's only the 13th in Canada, so they've, they've got a well, big... Well, Jamie's not letting him. This is the one time a year that she gets some. <laughs> Which, having said that, he did message me today saying, like, I'm available to record tomorrow, being that it would be his Valentine's Day, so... <laughs> <laughs> Colin, you're a romantic bum. We could have done it tomorrow. What, have you gotten up at 6 a.m., Noah? No. (laughs) That's why we're not doing it tomorrow. (laughs) I'm unemployed. I'm making the most of sleeping. Me too, but I'm getting up at 6 a.m. to record with everybody's favourite wallet-wearing Canadian. (laughs) Yeah, but you're a bloody idiot. I am. I would never do that. I'm hanging out with Jimmy afterwards. We're going to stand and pose with wax figures. No. <laughs> no Bond wax figures, by the way, at the Sydney Matter Two Sides. I'm a bit offended uh-huh. by that. There wasn't the London one when I went. There was Daniel Craig. There was Sean Connery. There was oh. Judy Depp. Oh, was there Judy? I think I've got Alf Stewart at the Sydney one. <laughs> Gary Sweet. And Rove. Uh- <laughs> no Gary Sweet. No Gary Sweet. Harold from Neighbours. <laughs> Grand Bowler? Delta Goodrum? No, Grand Bowler. Missed opportunity oh. there. Anyway. George Lazenby? No. <laughs> He's like the most iconic Australian ever. Paul Hogan's there. Well, Lazenby's got cancelled. They melted his <laughs> <laughs> The day he got cancelled. Oof. You think I can melt Taylor back? Swift? Can I go up to Taylor Swift and bring a lighter and burn her? Do you think that will go down You've got well? the genuine Felix lighter. Oh, I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> Look, look at my guts. They're everywhere. <laughs> well, how realistic the wax figures are internally. Like, do they have, like, organs? Like, if I pull down, you know, Paul Hogan's pants, yeah. does Paul Hogan have a big dong? Alf Stewart, well, big no, dong. Do they measure dong for the figures? Imagine if we got famous, we got a wax figure. But do they measure, do they measure muff as well, though? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the episode title? Do measuring they... muff. <laughs> that sounds like a bong girl. <laughs> Hi, I'm measuring. Measuring muff. <laughs> or oh, muffy. Muffy. Measuring muffy. Measuring muff. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> Team wallet measuring muff. <laughs> well, if they measure dong, equal. True. Got to measure the muff. Man boobs and boobs. Oh, uh, do they measure moobs? <laughs> Alf Stewart, big moves. Alf Stewart's known for his moves. Oh, God, muff. Uh, you have to report back. You should find one of the employees and ask them. <laughs> Hi, I'm with or- 25th ranked Bond podcast, 007. How do you measure your muff? Can you measure muff? <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your must measure- muff measuring tape? You know how you used to have, like, the brink, your final five questions? <laughs> you should have had one. Do you measure muff? 
How big's your muff? How, or is it just like a Barbie and you'll like pull down George Lazenby's pants and it'll just be like all weird like spirals? And well, like... you do that anyway if you pull down George Lazenby's pants anyway. Probably been castrated <laughs> since he's got cancelled. <laughs> no, George. He kept touching all these girls coming on to women. They castrated George Lazenby. Oh, we can't do his softcore pornos anymore. Oh, this never happened to the other villain. <laughs> Sad life, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, my number. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing up one for the first time, but Ooh. I'm going before you, so it could be a match. Um, surprised that we've all got in the top five. I knew Collinwood. Uh, this is great. I don't normally rank this film this high, uh, but. Um, it's the, what is it? Agent, provocateur, M, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Colin. Colin. <laughs> That's what he should have said instead of, I, I wanted, I wanted the, the psychologist to go through them all like Sean Connery, Cottage <laughs> Bart, George Clancy, other fellow. <laughs> Timothy Dalton, who? <laughs> <laughs> Pierce Coffin, fired. Oh, <laughs> Barry Nelson, icon. <laughs> David Niven, hands down. <laughs> uh, George Lazenby, must. Cancelled. Uh, yeah, cancelled. Idris Elba, next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you did. I thought you were about to say what I was about to say. But... Oh, I know what you would say, you're racist. <laughs> I would have said Good actor. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, we need Colin here to rein us in. Yeah, um, neutral racist. We need him on the show. Yeah, we need him to level it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, neutral uh, Colin Hilding. Uh, Guy Paul. Dumb. Uh, I wanted that, the film to end there. <laughs> <laughs> It's a short film. Um, <laughs> but this is where Skyfall got it right, where Spectre didn't get it right. Because going into Skyfall, we didn't know what Skyfall was. We knew that it sounded Bondian, but we knew it wasn't a Fleming thing. Skyfall wasn't anything we had seen before, like GoldenEye, World is Not Enough, whatever. So it was a bit of a mystery. And then when he says Skyfall, it works with the plot on the first time you watch it. Because I remember seeing this in the cinema. And thinking, oh, what's going on here? What is? Because I didn't really question the title going in because I'm like, oh, that sounds Bondian enough, whatever. Um, so then you do start to question, what is it? And the reveal of what it is isn't the greatest, but uh, it works because, A, it's very well acted from Daniel Craig, uh, but B, it just works because we don't actually know. And this is where Spectre could have been a top 10, but instead it doesn't. And this one, it is tense and it's a good way of, it's a kind of unique way of, oh, they said the thing. Um, so, yeah, I really like this one. It's it's such a sort of tense scene and everything that leads up to it. I am a bit surprised that it's in everyone's top five, but also not. Like, I mean, I'll talk about it very soon, but I've always, I've always had issues around them. Like, I feel this is a shoehorned one because, again, I've always had issues with the, the title of this being a house. Yay. Um, and like, again, if we're ranking the titles, this will rank low for me because it's just, I think it's a bit dumb that that is what this is. But 
it is an iconic the way it's said. So yeah, I'll talk about it very soon. But like you're right that it's shoehorn because like why would they bring that up yeah. in the like psychologist me? It's... I guess that's like where he came from and like I don't know. I've always I've always had an issue with it. Like that's kind of you know, I'm issues with Skyfall on certain levels. I mean, it's a brilliant film. It's just not a Bond film and also I just feel that Skyfall but yeah, but yeah, I'll talk about no, it. I don't know how where it will rank when we do the title. We got to do that one now. It's, I'm curious. I, I, about I'm, that. I'm very curious. I'm bi curious about it. Um, what uh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Number five for Ooh. me. Um, I'm not going to have it the highest. I'll have it in the middle ground. But I'm sure you knew that this was going to probably be my top five. Uh, the world is not enough. I think that like Ooh, it's your number one. No, no, not my number one. I think to me, it's like I agree with everything you say. It is kind of a forced line. But like going back to my point, we die another day. There's context with this, and I kind of like that. It's almost like, you know, sometimes like if you're having a conversation or you're, you're with someone and somebody will mention something and you might just it like it clicks something that only you will get. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, and then they'll look at you like, huh? And you're like, oh, never mind. It's an in-joke or something like that. Like, I'm sure if like you're with somebody tomorrow and they say like a woman, you're going to be like, ha, 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 a woman. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, oh, nothing. It's just a, a silly line that we say on a show that I do. Like, it's I kind of just like Brosnan's reaction. when He's, he's fucking getting tortured. He's like nearly dead. And then, like, I like the way she delivers it with, like, oh, I could have given you the world, which to me is in context with the conversation. Like, it's not out of nowhere. Like, Skyfall is kind of out of nowhere. And then kind of just the way Brosnan's like, oh, the world is not enough. And she's like, oh, you know, foolish little bit of family motto, lol, move on, get on to torturing <laughs> with me. Like, I just, I just like the way they do it. Yes, it's shoehorned in. The world is not enough as a title is probably going to rank lowly for me because, again, what does it have to do with the movie? Like, it's kind of like it's just a title because it's a family motto. It's a Fleming thing. But I just – I love the way he delivers it. And I just – I love the look on his face. Like, he's kind of got this, like, almost like, oh, lol. Um, so, yeah, that's why it ranks so highly for me. I, I did want to put it a bit higher, but, you know, I think the ones above it to me are, are, are more iconic. Yeah, uh... I, I kind of see what you're saying where it's like a throwaway sort of thing for him, but I, it's not one of Brosnan's greatest deliveries. Um, mm. And I don't know if this is going to be controversial to say, but I really want to see Daniel Craig deliver this scene. I think he could do this very subtly and uh, make it less sort of, and I'm saying that as Craig ranks low for me on Bonds, but I think he could deliver this it's... scene. No, Maybe stronger. I, I mean, look, you know, I'm going to defend Brosnan to the death and I stand by this is probably his strongest film and this is part of the reason why I love The Words Enough. I think it just gets so underrated and overlooked in terms of just the drama and everything around it and the plot with it. But it is, the more you think about it, yeah, it's probably more of a Craig film. If The World is Not Enough was a Craig film, I reckon it would be ranked a lot higher on most people's list. You know, take Christmas yeah, but... Jones out of it. Sorry, Denise. But like, <laughs> take her out of it, make it way more serious. And then you've just got Daniel Craig in this role. Like, yeah, I think it's much Although more. Oh, Daniel Craig with Denise Richards. Now mm. that's some hot muff on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Those two together. Yeah. Yeah. She recently did like some um, comedy skit around her fun bags. And it was like, a, I don't know, it was silly. But she's still looking great, Denise. She's got to be like nearly 50 now, Denise Richards. She's still looking good. Very good, Denise Richards. And her OnlyFans, which I don't think you see. What? I don't think you see her fun bag. Well, her daughter had one, but like I think it's one of these ones where it's like Sean Connery's granddaughter. Have one? But it's like I don't like I don't think you know who Nick Kyrgios is. I think some celebrities get OnlyFans, and you think like, oh, but like they just do it where it's like they get extra money and they never show nudity. It's just like 
the way to show extra things. So I don't know. Anyway, show um, some nip. <laughs> you see it? Have you not seen wild things? Um, number four for Colin, which I can. Compl- I mean, I've got the list in front of me, and I completely forgot he hasn't put this up. I thought you would have had this the highest, but no, Colin, Doctor No. He's got the dramatic pause Jack Lord has before saying the name makes you stand out. Just like Connery's introduction, it's like Terrence Young was consciously setting this series up to be iconic from the beginning. Ooh. Ooh, Colin with a good argument. I mean, I love it that he's put it in the top five, but I forgot that it was even there, and I do love the scene. Um, I don't know if it's a top five, but I guess I'm pleased about it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Terrence Young setting up the series. No, I mean it's. I mean to me, it's much more of a throwaway, passaway line. Like, kind of want to see one of the ones that said it's done. But no, I mean, if Colin wants to defend it, he's not here to do it. So good for him. Good on you, Colin. I, I mean, we... it's been a, it's been an all right run for Doctor No. It's been a rough ride for like Goldeneye, Casino Royale, Majesties. Uh, Doctor No's had an all right run. Well, this I think week. Th- I think there's one that is definitely our number one. Which is this like the third list in a row that has come out at number one? Like this movie is always <laughs> at the bottom, and all of a sudden it's like. Three in a row, I think, that's had number one. So, yeah. Yeah, so, and I think it's it, it's going to be curious when all said and done and we have our sort of overall mega ranking thing where this film that you're talking about will end up because it does sort of sometimes creep to the top. It has moved up. Like, I mean, I don't think I've updated it. Oh, no, I've updated it since Villain Lairs and Villain Deaths, and it's, it's like 19th now, not mm-hmm. 25th. So there you go. Uh, my number four, uh, look at me putting this the highest. Uh, I must just love country clubs. Hey! <laughs> um, I put license to kill. Yay! To, to me, it toes the line between, hey, he said the thing, with with also the sort of nonchalantness of the, the man with the golden gun. <laughs> it sort of fits the, it's got that sort of cringy, funny, on-the-nose thing that A View to a Kill and living daylights has but it's not so in your face christopher walken or dirt face dalton dirt face uh robert brown sucks but this is <laughs> easily his strongest scene he's so mm-hmm. good in this True. scene from his like light i knew the risks sort of thing and then the, this is not country club with that's a great so line uh, effectively immediately your license to kill has been revoked it's just such a great line um it's sort of badass from Robert Brown. It and then it's like, oh, he said the title, but it's not so like, oh my god, it's it makes sense with yeah. what's happening. So it sort of fits the it makes sense, it's memorable, and it fits the oh he said the thing. Uh and then the whole kicking him and jumping off the thing. Him gets kicked. Uh, <laughs> Robert Brown is a Yeah, true. Put him on a uh, put him on Robert, a painting. Robert Brown <laughs> Uh, I wonder if he's in Madame Tussauds, Robert Brown. Oh, no, he's Muffies. He'd use <laughs> he a wallet. A big, big Muff. Yeah, he's a wallet. He's a wallet man. Yeah, Judy. I think she's a bit more modern, Judy. Yeah, she's hip with the kid. She has a Didn't purse. you see her on that TikTok thing or yeah, whatever? Yeah, I know. With her grandson? Uh, I think it's great. I think it's a great way to drop the title. And like you were saying, if they kept license to revoke, we still could have ranked it. Um, and... Yeah, I just think Robert Brown's delivery and it just it's not so in your face, but it's still very notable. Uh, I love it really as a title drop. 
I'm so Surprised to put it the highest. I'm so happy that you put What's it this happening high. This week? I mean, I'm just looking at these numbers here: four, six, and seven. Licensed secure with an average of five point six. This is going to be in the top five. Oh, that makes me happy. And I know you. <laughs> I know you said recently you rewatched Licensed Secure, and you were like, "Oh, it went up a little bit for me." I think maybe like one or two spots, but on a little on the plane over to New York and on the way back, they had all the Bond films, like except for No Time to Die. It was the only one they didn't have, so they had the category of Bond films. And on the way over. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Goldeneye. So, like, I, I kind of, like, pressed. But obviously, like, I wasn't paying attention to what I pressed because I pressed it and all of a sudden, like, this movie started. I'm like, this isn't Goldeneye. Like, what am I watching? It's like, it was Licensed to Kill, so I'd accidentally press the one next to it. So, I'm like, oh, I'll watch Licensed to Kill. So, I ended up watching Licensed to Kill and Goldeneye on the flight over. So, uh, I did watch this fairly recently and absolutely love this movie. So, yay, Licensed to Kill. <laughs> it, will it be the first time it's ever been in the top five? I feel Sanchez got high on all of our lists. Not top five. Oh, top five, yeah. Top ten at least. Um, and I really hope mm. I get to see this song live in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gladys. Come on, Gladys. Bring your pips. Um, my number four, I mean, yeah, I said I'll be talking about very soon, Skyfall. It, like, again, criticisms of it, it's just shoehorned in, but like it's, it's, it's one of these iconic deliveries and like it's in the trailer and just the way Craig sort of, and it's it's mysterious, isn't it? Like, it's kind of like, it's the one of all these titles where, as you said, you don't know what it is. So the way he kind of reacts, and you're like, ooh, what does this mean? Do, 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 do. Um, so, yeah, I just, I like the way it's delivered. It's iconic enough to me. And it's one of the rare times that I'm going to have a Daniel Craig, like, this high as well. So, yeah, and probably the only person I don't, Roger Moore, done. <laughs> Skyfall. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Lay and be done. Done. Connor, done. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm done. Well, Connery would be good at that because he says that a lot. I'm done with this shit. Yeah, I'm too old for this shit. Fuck off. Did Cubby say that? Piss off. <laughs> uh, well, I had it at the five, yet at the four. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, I'm going to go to number three for Colin. Again, this is the one that he's missing number three. There is no number three on his list, but he's also <laughs> forgotten a movie. So, I'm assuming... Well, I've forgotten it, eh? Number three. So I have no comments for him, but, ooh, eh, the world is not enough, eh? So uh, I'm assuming he has oh, the world is not well, enough at number three because... Surely he wouldn't have had it lower missing it. No, and this is the only... Like, he literally goes five, four, two, one. Well, and, clearly it's not that memorable, Colin. Yeah, I mean, I've written to him, so he might reply by the time we end up recording this, but I have nothing to declare. I have nothing to add as to why Colin ooh. has this at number three. I mean... Yeah, the dementia's kicking in for old Hilding. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it would have been his number one, but, I mean, if he's missing one and he's missing three, it has to be this because he would have it in the top five. Yeah, so that's... Professionals, double off seven. Too bad if he comes back like, oh, no, I hate that, eh? Yeah, that was my 20. I love the blimp at number three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number but three. You just said to him, oh, you were missing your number three, so oh, I had to blimp. guess and I put the blimp in. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Uh, all right, my number three. I really don't have much to say about this. That's my little octopus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious and it's so iconic. There's not a single Bond fan who's seen all the movies that doesn't remember this. Like, if we had to rank these on a scale from memorability, top five, maybe mm. top two. Everyone remembers this line. Everyone thinks it's bonkers that this was a movie, even though it was a Fleming short story. Uh, there's a character called this, and then like the calm one is good too. I wouldn't have it three; I'd still have it up there. Uh, but it's just so hilarious and memorable. And if you're going to have a title called Octopussy, you could ignore it. 
or you could really lead into it. And mm-hmm. they really leaned into it, and it fits with Roger Moore. It's hilarious and probably one of the highest I'll ever rank Octopussy. So good on you, little Octopussy. I'm glad it's getting a bit of love, like just in terms of, <laughs> you know, this line. It's a great line. And sometimes, like, you can take films that you maybe aren't high on or they're just there, they exist, as we always say with Octopussy, but you can, there's still elements of it. Like, I ranked, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Drax, pretty high for Moonraker. Like, I haven't really ranked much else for Moonraker high, but, like, I mean, you know, you've ranked some things die another day. I mean, clearly this episode, one spot higher oh. than me. But, um, well, that's what I like doing, getting further, deeper and deeper into these lists, is it sort of shows that there are so many elements to these Bond mm. films, and something like You Only Live Twice, which we all will rank low on our normal rankings, sometimes gets a good showing in Man with the Golden Gun, sometimes gets a good showing. And Goldeneye uh, and other ones get bad showings all of a sudden, like this episode. Yeah, so I know that some of these episodes that we do can be so silly, like this one, but I like getting deeper into these. It just shows how varied uh, the Bond films can be, and that there's even my least favourite one, the stuff I enjoy about. Noah Groves likes it deep. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I think I would. When I, when I try it, I'll let you know. <laughs> Maybe one day. I, I'm not too sure about that. I think I would like it deep. All right, number three for me. Now, there's two that I haven't brought up. Which, <laughs> once you know what I haven't brought up, you're going to be like, oh, they're at the top five. And I think you're looking at me knowing oh, where I'm going. Yeah, no, no, no. Which of those am I going to bring up first? Because there's also one that hasn't been brought up at all. And at number three, must have scared the living daylights out of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Like You two have always oh, been it. so down on it. But I just, I love the smirk. I love the zoom in. There's just something about it. Like, to me, this is, I think, Maybe controversial. Dalton's the only one who can deliver this. Like, I just think Roger, <laughs> everyone else, like, has their own, like, oh, must have scored the Doomy Like, I don't know. Like, Dalton's got that hard-edgedness about it in his first, like, this is, what, the opening five minutes of his first ever Bond film, basically. So, like, there's just something about it. And, like, fuck you, Colin, not liking Dalton's smile. Like Dalton's smile. And there's just something about this. I love. And, like, it's in the book. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is, is this the only one where the bit from the book is exactly the same in the movie? Like, I feel it is. It must be. Maybe he says Codename Thunderball, maybe. Maybe. But it's just, I don't know. Like, it I just, must be. I love this so much. And, like, again, it's it's cheesy and, like, I can see why people don't like this. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, and you'll see clearly that I've still got a view to a kill to put up as well. But, like, it's just, like, there's just something about it that it's just, like, ah, oh, and we've made it a thing. Like, it's just, it's just funny and, like, it just, I love it. I'm sorry. I unapologetically love Dalton's dirt face. Honestly, I thought it could have been your number one. Uh, uh, look, they're so bad. That's why I couldn't put it in the top five. But I did put them in the top ten. And they did. do need acknowledgement for how bad they are. Yep. But, but of course you were going to put them in the top five. Which I guess now we have to... I, I mean, I'm going to reveal Colin's uh, two and one here. So I guess... Yeah, so since... we just do our five to three and then reveal the two to one? Yeah, so Colin's five was Live and Let Die, four, Dr. No, and three. I assume it was The World Is Not Enough. And then just do it two. Oh, one, right, okay. So, um, again, there's there's one that hasn't been brought up at all, and Colin's going to bring it up it at number triple... two. Uh, uh, not a triple banger it's number not. one. He says, it's another forced line, like a view to a kill, living daylights, and die another day, but Donald Pleasance makes this so much better than all the others. You only live twice. So that means he's number one, 
is Skyfall, which, I mean, that's Colin's uh, movie, isn't it? Colin, he loves Skyfall. This moment playing in the trailers made me so excited to see the movie. It still gets me excited when it plays in the movie. Luckily, his address wasn't 146 Chestnut Bay. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that Colin's that address? <laughs> <laughs> Colin Coppity in the dementias really hitting. <laughs> is that a reference? M- Murder 146 Chestnut Bay <laughs> Done What is Chestnut Bay? I don't <laughs> Is that the episode title? <laughs> 146 Chestnut Bay <laughs> What is that? I don't know I googled it and nothing comes up Type 146 Chestnut Bay Winnipeg Actually, that's not his address. I know his address. I send him stuff. Um, 146 Chestnut Avenue, Florida. 146 Chestnut Street, Illinois. 146 Chestnut Avenue, Boston. There's not even a Chestnut Bay. I mean... Colin, what is that? Good. I mean, I think we just got an episode title accidentally from Colin. What is that colour? There's a yeah, in New South Wales there's a chestnut crescent, there's a chestnut road, there's a chestnut avenue. In the whole world there's not even a chestnut bay. What is Colin's dream address? <laughs> Colin's the dementia Alzheimer's really has kicked in. Uh... What is one forty six Colin? Is it in your wallet? Colin? I thought I thought I thought it must be like some like TV show we just didn't realize Cheers or something. I Googled it. <laughs> I met Kelsey Grammer, Colin. I've touched your Cheers beloved man. Oh. Does he live at Chestnut Bay? <laughs> wow. Colin, if there's ever a moment we needed you to be on the show, Colin, what just is call Chestnut him. Bay? Just call him right now. I don't care if you're busy or not. <laughs> you know what we'll do? We'll call him on like a... An unknown number, so he doesn't know it's ours. Yeah. Um, we'll just... put on, I'll put on, like, I'll do, like... Hello, Colin. This is a survey from the Winnipeg City Council. I need you to tell me, what is Chestnut Bay? And then just hang up. Colin, you've really stumped us here. <laughs> 146 Chestnut Bay. Wow. Thanks, Colin. Well, we talked about Skyfall being very mysterious. <laughs> I think I think this is more mysterious, so maybe it should have been 146 Chestnut Bay. How would we rank that as a title of a Bond film? And Adele at the 146 Chestnut Bay. <laughs> 146 Chestnut Bay is where it begins. <laughs> this is the end at 146 Chestnut Bay. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm, you really throw me, Colin. Wow, Colin. Colin wins the episode. Yeah. If this was in his intention, he's... <laughs> I'm stumped. Neutral right. racist, but quite funny man. You're a uh, funny man, Mr. Hilding. Well, I don't know if it's funny. I'm just... <laughs> Colin's very serious. He's like, this is meant to be funny. This is... Well, my mum lives. 146 Chestnut Bay we're talking about. Don't joke about this stuff. <laughs> this is a Canadian icon. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm dying to know, Colin. Um, so that was his number one. Yeah. Skyfall number one. You only live twice. Number two. I mean, I had Skyfall, what, by a fifth and the other one in my top two. So I can't complain about that. Um, but could have been a triple banger, but we'll see. <laughs> What he's um, doing on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's why he couldn't make it. Colin was having a threesome. <laughs> With his wallet. 
no, no. Oh, let me put it in the slot. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's uh, uh, like a famous address for swingers. One forty six Chestnut Bay. Colin and Jamie are dropping the keys off. Code. <laughs> Putting the keys at Chestnut Bay. Put the wallets in the. Colin, a swinger is what you do when you're married and you share your love with other couples. Yeah, it's not. It's not Frank Sinatra, Colin. Um, <laughs> yeah, Colin. That's why he couldn't make it. He's having a threesome. No, Colin would not be good in a threesome. <laughs> Oh, you two just do your thing. I'm going to put on uh, for your eyes only. Jamie would be like, Ben, come stay over. It's like something we want to share with you. And then her and I would get to it and he'd just be like, oh, and the new Tom Cruise movie came out. All right. My number five, it's uh, M, bitch, George Lazenby, uh, Australian. Uh, what is she? Chestnut Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. That's how you. That's how you question to guests. Hi, George Lazenby. Welcome to Double Seven. I was just thoughts on One Forty Six Chestnut Bay. Yeah. Two questions. Do you, do you do you measure your muff? And what's your thoughts on One Forty Six Chestnut Bay? <laughs> I'm gonna get a T-shirt uh, that just says One Hundred Forty Six Chestnut Bay. Or like a tourist thing. I measured my muff at One Forty Six. Can we can we get Colin a bonus present for the Christmas episode? Like whoever gets a secret Santa, but we just both get him like something that just says, and he'd be like, "What's this One Hundred Forty Six Chestnut Bay?" You would have long forgotten about it. That's the episode title. I'm sorry. That that's the consensus. The episode title is Colin. 146 Chestnut Bay. Who would have thought Colin not here and he wins the episode? I'm baffled. <laughs> what is that? What's wrong? Luckily, his address. Well, I'm sorry. His address is Skyfall. I'm like, well, I'm 140. There's more than one at a Chestnut Bay. Skyfall is alone. That does beg the question. What is the Is it like 14 Skyfall? <laughs> is that the street? Skyfall street? <laughs> they, keep just, <laughs> they just keep getting like letters. Oh, this is meant to be 17 Skyfall. That's what the film should have been called. Skyfall Avenue. <laughs> Skyfall 12, Boulevard. 12 Skyfall Boulevard. At the 12 <laughs> Skyfall Boulevard. Uh, my number four... Uh, we should put a country club in Chestnut Bay, 007. <laughs> License skill. My number three, that's my little Chestnut Bay. <laughs> uh, and will it be a triple number one? Well, we know it's not, but will my <laughs> Blofeld be at number one? Uh, with you all in twice? No, it won't. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you only live twice. <laughs> uh, it's the singing woman. Oh, she's there, number two. It's someone singing the title that's not Sheena Easton. <laughs> uh, it's so silly, and it is like meta, and it is what the hell is going on, but it, they use this so much throughout the film. It's just so fun. that I love Roger Moore's student. Mm, I'm watching a performance. Uh, <laughs> Lovely Roger's sort of dirt face going on there. The woman, she gives everything to this. <laughs> She's loving she it. She fireworks like Paul. She just gives her absolute all. It's so campy. It's so funny. And it's just fun. Uh, it's such a unique, fun way to add the title in. Um, we just need a Blofeld saying, you only live twice. <laughs> Donald, um, uh, what's his face in um, Dimes Are Forever would have? 
Oh, <laughs> I wanted him walking down the street, diamond are forever. <laughs> Look what the diamonds forever. are forever dry, drove in. Diamonds are forever, darling. Um, <laughs> it's just a jump to the left. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing that on stage in a couple of months. I'll tell you if he's in it. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. Um, yeah, I love living let die, singing woman. And when you do the like the clips, I can't wait to hear this one. Um, that means number one. Thought it could have been number one for Colin, um, but I'm glad we've all got it in the top five. I didn't know where you were going to put it. Pleasantly surprised. Doesn't Donald pleasantly surprised? That's a Bond girl um, name. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> that's better than uh, what was the muff? Was? Measuring muff. Measuring muff at <laughs> chestnut drive. Chestnut Bay, that's a bong girl. Chestnut Bay, sorry, Chestnut Bay. Only, uh, my name's Bay, Chestnut Bay. <laughs> Karen Bay's that's sister. Not... There we go, we've got a... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we've what? got a trio of bong girls, pleasantly surprised, measuring muff and Chestnut Bay. Oh, angels of death. Uh, <laughs> it, this is just so iconic. Uh, Colin's talking about shoehorning it, uh... I can see what he's saying, um, but I mean, they go to the effort. If they're going to shoehorn it, at least they go to the effort of killing him off at the beginning to make this fit. Mm. Like they they build it into the plot at least. But everything about this, his reveal is perfect. And then the you told me you were assassinated in Hong Kong. Yeah, sure, sure, my shock and I. And then it's just perfect. You only live twice, Mr. Bond. Ah, oh, he said the line. But he also said it very cool, very menacingly, and just uh, delivered with such, like, poise and elegance. And, he, like, he's such a villain, this guy. And it's such an awesome way to say the line. And this will rank high when we rank the titles, I think, for me. This is a great title. You only live twice. Mm. And, uh, and the way Fleming fits it in with his sort of haiku is great, but the way... Uh, the filmmakers fit it into this is perfect. Uh, to me, yeah, it would be fun to go with the campy view to a kill, but this is the combination of it's serious and fits, but it's also campy and fun. So it's got to be Donald Pleasant and you, you only live twice, Mr. Bond. And it's also one of these ones that I feel like we know how much the Austin Powers movies took from You Only Live Twice, but I feel yeah. like they they use like this as a reference point for whenever like, you know, they do the over the top like bits when Dr. E was like, like maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh. And then they just kind of go on with that. So I'll be talking about it very shortly. Oh wait, Colin's, Colin's typing to me. This might be a thing about the world of that enough. Like what he's about to say. He said, Oh yeah, that would be it. <laughs> do I ask him what, uh, Chester yeah, Bay is? I thought you had asked. Thanks. Hang on. Let's see. Well, shit. Where are we? Thanks. What's Chestnut Bay? Thanks. Also, what's Chestnut Bay? <laughs> uh, all right. Number five. Uh, I had Electra and the world is not enough and Bond in the chair. Number four, I had uh, Chestnut, Chestnut Bay, Skyfall. Number three, I had Dalton on the way to Chestnut Bay and scared the living daylights out of her. Which means I've got an iconic one that you just put at number one, that Colin put at number two. Oh, to you're go, number one. Or I've got Mayday and Christopher walking on a blimp as number one. Which is it going to be? Number two, a view to a kill. Oh, it's so, like, it's just, 
<laughs> I know it's dumb. I know it is dumb. But like, I I was trying to work out a weird defense for it in the fact that like it's shoehorned in and silly. It makes no sense. But in a way, does it make sense? Like, you think about it. They're on a blimp, which we all want to be on one. They go, like, what a view. Okay. Like, it's a view. It is a beautiful view. It's a Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. And then they're planning on, like, what, fucking flooding Silicon Valley and, like, destroying it. So then Christopher Walken, being an evil bastard, is like, yeah, to a kill. Like, I, like it's dumb. I'm trying to explain good, it. Good try. But, good like, try. <laughs> I can explain that more than die another day. Like, I think, I think you can explain it more than that. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, it just, it works. And it's. It's so iconic. And the score in the background, like, it's dramatic. You talk so much about soap opera, but you've kind of got that, like, in the background. It's like, what have you to a kill? Like the opening of a game show. Welcome to a view to a kill. This week on Mayday and Mummin, it's a view to a kill. Filmed live in the studio audience at 142 Chestnut Bay. Um, Colin, by the way, said, no idea. Just what I imagine the least impactful childhood address Bond could have mentioned in that scene. Lol. <laughs> Make it up. Thanks, Colin. You got an episode well, title out of it. He's very creative because he picked something that does not exist in the whole world. <laughs> well, very true. I'll say you'll like the episode title. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's. It's Ben Waterworth like something that's just so cheesy and dumb and silly. I, I want a T-shirt that says, what a view to a kill with like little 8-bit eight Mayday and 8-bit Christopher Walken like in a blimp. <laughs> like just, oh, you know. I, I kind of want that too, actually. <laughs> Cute, wouldn't it? Come on, 007 store. Yeah, exactly. Make it. And a view little to a, Nelly lunchbox. I, I want to put a view to a kill in that category. I mean, you wouldn't probably put in that category, but I want to put in the category of Tomorrow Never Dies for Your Eyes Only, you know, a, a movie that I, I really like, Man with Golden Gun, and I want to put higher because I, I feel I'm the biggest of you to a kill defender on this podcast, but it never reflects in my rankings. Uh, Jimmy from James Bond Down Under, it's his favourite movie, A View to a Kill. So uh-huh. it's like, it's I've always loved it. It's a great film and it's just, it's harmless fun with old man Roger and a quiche. Like, what's not to like? And this is just a great, great line. Which, yeah, number one, like, Again, it's one of these ones where you start off the list and to me it was an obvious number one. It, it was, you know, you already live twice. It's just, it's it's so iconic. Whenever you watch any Bond montage of, you know, great moments, of it, you always see this moment. It's, it's up there with the, you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, you expect me to die. Like, it's it's up with those ones. And it's just, Donald Plett, the way he says it, it's just, and the way they kind of like, you see him like peer his head around the corner. Oh. And, like, it's Perfect. just, it's so good. I mean, we just ranked the Volcano Lair at number one. Like, all of these things are just so good. But, yeah, this this was an easy number one for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised that this isn't a, a, a unanimous number one. That's another Bond girl's name, unanimous number one. Well, uh, better than unanimous number two. Um... <laughs> or if you're 007, uh... unanimous number 25. <laughs> <laughs> unanimous <laughs> everyone's got together and agreed <laughs> yeah. every bond podcast and and media oh that double or seven every bond fam 25th <laughs> unanimous everyone agrees i still think we need to be meta and do a ranking ranking the james bond podcasts yeah. i'm sorry putting us low ah at least top seven uh the one thing i'll say is like yes it, it's it is crazy. I knew you'd put it up there, but I'm glad it wasn't number one. 
As in a view or kill. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> but I'm also glad that you put that, that and Living Dads in the top 10. I thought, like, when I saw Colin's list, I'm like, oh, God, 20th and 18th. I'm screwed. Uh, but then you put it in the top 10. I'm like, yes. Oh. Oh. Well, there we go. I guess I've got to go to the ad. What's our thinking song before we get to oh. the... We haven't really had a yeah, song. We, we didn't really... What, what have we talked about? We've talked about... Is there, like, a theme music to Madame Tussauds? <laughs> Well, I feel like chestnut. Okay. Well, I, I feel I, I feel we close with if I can find it, the live and let die woman. I feel we close with her. Oh, yeah. But I think okay, and this is going to be like that. Let me defend my choice here because I think you'll get this as a joke. Chestnut Bay is a very suburban type sort of thing. You think of like the suburbs. It's very you know suburban. I say we go with the Desperate Housewives theme. <laughs> It's like we steer Well, you're you're about to hear it right now as we go to the computer. Cue the music. Love the desperate oh, housewives. No, shouldn't have gone with that. No, no. Oh, oh. that was a mistake. Well, so was desperate housewives. I like desperate housewives. Great show. Terry Hatch has got a Bond connection. So, all right, I have to do a lot of editing in this part. You're not going to hear this live, so we can react as we go along, shall we? Uh, let's go from twenty to number one. At number twenty, this is it. The Moonraker. Moonraker. Thanks, Holly, yeah. Yeah. for doing that. At number 19... I wouldn't tell Her Majesty's Secret Service. Ah, 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 Dracula. Draco to Bond on Automated. Oh, Very low for that lowest one. Lowest it's ever been. Yeah, speaking of lowest it's ever been, possibly this one as well. I hear this, Goldfinger. Your luck has just changed. Goldfinger's dirt face at oh, number 18. Low. Oh, poor Goldfinger. This is 100% the lowest this has ever been. So... GoldenEye exists. Judy, get better delivery of your lines, GoldenEye. Drop your titles. Drop your titles. That's, oh. Yeah, that's going to drop the average for GoldenEye. Uh, not, 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 not a good one at all because it's double Judy. Which would explain how he could set up a high-stakes poker game at Casino Royale in Montenegro. Oh, Casino Royale. Now, they're actually tied on the average, but Casino Royale gets the highest spot because you uh, Colin ranked it at number 10, so I've got a higher ranking. So. And they're films that rank high often. GoldenEye yeah. rarely makes it outside I the top 10. they're number one and number two, aren't they? They? They're no, number Casino one. Casino is lower than you think. Oh, Casino is 11th. Yeah, okay. There you go. Dr. No is still number two. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going it's to keep up to that average in this episode. Um, <laughs> oh, double duty. Poor double duty. That sounds like a good drink. Can I have a double duty, thanks? Um, <laughs> Can we make that cocktail jo- a double duty, then? Double duty. Have it at 146 Chestnut Bay. Uh, number 15. Codename. Thunderball. Thunderball. You're going to pause there. Thunderball. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, oh, this one's lower than I thought. At number 14. Its name is Spectre. Thanks, Madeline. Not quite Spectre, Spectre, but it's still Spectre. Mm-hmm. Should have been higher. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel this warrants being at number 13. It is. So you live to die another day. Ah, uh, die another day. Is that high or low for die? Oh. That's kind of high. 
You know? It's high for another day. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. You bumped it up a little bit. Oh, number 12, get your shavers out because... For your eyes only, darling. Moustache's darling and the dong of Roger. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't even have a moustache. Number 11. Oh, why was this not in the top 10? Oh, fuck you, Colin. Number 11. Whoever she was must have scared the living daylights out of her. I wish we could see his dirt face as he says it as he's driving along Dalton in the oh, living wow, daylights. Oh, wow, didn't make the top 10. That's because of number 18. I mean, the average is number 10, but it makes it at number 11. Oh, wow, that scared the living daylights out of me. It did. Oh, well. Uh, at number 10, making the top 10, it's Roger saying... Yes, the man with the golden gun. The man with the golden gun? No. I'm happy with 10 for that. Roger. This a lot higher thanks to Colin putting it at number nine and keeping up with the average of this film. As I said, it's number two overall, so that means that... Nothing much except his name, Dr. No. Felix and Pussfella are Dr. No, number nine. Ooh, you happy with that. Oh, boo! I thought this would make the top five, but because Colin put it last, it's... What have you to a kill? A view to a kill. <laughs> Blim. Ah, oh, blim in the top ten. Yay. I, I made it higher than you probably thought, though. Number eight. Uh, number seven. Uh, this one isn't really one I can play a clip. Well, I'll play the clip for and just imagine him writing it on a photo. There we go. From Russia with love. True, I didn't think about that. Just, <laughs> we just get some bench. <laughs> <laughs> for Russia with love. I uh, mean, technically Matt Munro sings it at the end of the film. True. <laughs> but I think it's funny if you just get a pen noise. Uh, at number six, it all made the top ten, but here we go. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. Oh, it just made, I should rank it higher so it makes the top five. It did. I mean, okay, so this did tie with the next one that did make the top five, but because you ranked this one higher. What is that? That's my little octopusy. Your little octopusy makes it in the top five. Yeah. So just. All right. So you know, you know what we were missing for that when she said, that's my little octopusy, Roger Moore. Family motto. <laughs> Named after your mother, perhaps. Um, at number four, and I'd say this is probably the first time this has ever, ever made the top five and maybe the last time it'll ever make the top five. Give it to me, Gordon Lee Brown. Effective immediately. Your license to kill is revoked. Ah, oh, we need to extend uh, it to a country club. Kick him in the stomach. Kick him in number, the stomach. Number oh. four, I put it there. The top Yay. five, license to kill. Bizarro world. License to kill. Uh, number three, we're going to hear it at the end, but let's hear a bit of it right now. You go, girl. Uh, so we know what the top two is. At number two, it's the Chestnut Bay's favourite saying. Take it away, random psychologist man. Skyfall. Done. Who is that man? Are we ranking the guy from Skyfall? Psychologist? Well, no, he must live at Chestnut Bay. He does. He goes home to his wife at Chestnut Oh, James Bond was mean today. He said he was done. Oh. I I met Roger, uh, James Bond today and he was really mean. He was a meanie. He called him a, he called him a bitch. Meanie, peenie. Like oh, I didn't talk about a muff. Uh, number one, give it to me, Donald. You only live twice, Mr. Bond. You only live twice, Mr. Bond. Yeah, warranted number one. Well done, You only live twice, number one a few times. So it's actually our last two rankings that has been number one. So Villain Lairs, it was number one. This is number one. So the one we did that before was Villain Death. Uh, so we didn't really have a villain death and you only live twice, did we? But it was number one on another list at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was number one on our climaxes. Climaxes, climaxes. Yeah, you're right. And finales. Yeah. 
triple number one, but you only live twice. That's crazy. I, and again, I haven't got the averages available right now, but that's got to be climbing up the list a little bit. So, ah, good I'm list. With, I'm happy with this list. Yeah, well done. And we've come up with a good one for the next one, which our next one won't be that one because we're no. sort of already planned that one. People but... are going to be excited to hear the titles now. And that... We're not going to do that. We'll, we'll do that one after the one we're doing next. But no. But Colin, you're, you're bumping Die Another Day up the averages there, mate. Well, that's not the right one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Colin theme music. That's the Ben and Posh show, remember? <laughs> All I wanted was this one. <laughs> What's going on? Get uh, the right buttons. I'm happy with the list, though. I would I'd say that's pretty representative. I agree. Colin, what a fun one. Colin, what would you say? It's beef, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's new. That was from the last episode as well. I just re-listened to that and I forgot about that <laughs> one. It's beef, Noah. <laughs> so Colin was here all along. Why it's weren't you speaking up? Noah. Why is it so funny? <laughs> It's not even funny. What's this one? I'm very wet right now. Oh, forget about that. What's that one? I want you huh? to take a step back. Oh, classic. We haven't heard that one in a while. It's beef. <laughs> it's beef, Noah. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's just literally him saying it's beef, Noah. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. I like doing these fun, silly lists. Well, our next one is going to be a bit of a random. So it's, it's, we, we had the idea that we should do the James Bond entrances and the James Bond exits. So the first scene that we ever see each actor in a James Bond film and the last scene we ever see in it. Now, obviously, that's only six per list. So the next episode, we're going to kind of do a double ranking in one episode. So we will rank six and then we will do another six. Now... Is this something that we're kind of doing an on-air production meeting right now? I'm happy to keep going and recording on this session today if you want to, so Colin won't be there. Or do we wait for Colin? What do you? What are you feeling on Valentine's Day? Um, well, it's not recording right now because we don't record at the same time. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> we don't break illusions on this show, Ben. Never. <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Uh, do it. No, that's not what the right one was. It's beef, Noah. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm excited to get to the uh, these entrance and exits. Uh, it's much shorter, uh, but again, it's something that maybe doesn't get ranked much like this one. Now we're really getting into these nitty-gritty sort of ones and that I, don't get much love. And I think with each of their lists, I think with entrances, you could have five of them at number one, and with exits, you could have, like, four of them at the bottom. So, like, I mean, I think it's kind of, like, it's going to be tricky. There's an obvious bottom for entrances for me, and there's an four obvious, or two number obvious ones. Two number obvious ones. Two obvious number ones for the exits. So let's do it. Do it. I say let's do it. Like, subscribe, do all the things at the end. Visit Chestnut Bay and say hi to your mouth for me. So um, that's all I've got to say. My name is Ben and... It's Beef Noah. <laughs> and my name is Noah and scrolling through the list. Um, <laughs> this episode really scared the living daylights out of When you were young and your heart was an open book Oh, you used to say, live and let live But if this ever-changing world in which we live in Makes you give it a cry Say, 
gonna die Well, you gotta give the other 